Well, right before he left, he wasn't talking anymore. So I don't know why that happened. Who knows? How are you doing, Dave? I'm good. I had my uh, vaccine a couple days ago, so I'm a little tired, but I'm okay. Your first one or your second one? The first one. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm just imagining that. It could have been the drinking I did last night. That might have been it. (laughs) Aaron got her second one on Thursday, and she was in bed all day yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it Moderna? Uh, She got the Pfizer one. Okay. That's supposed to be a good one, I guess. I said, it seems like there's a problem with all of them. Like I, I got, so. I, I got mine, and then my buddy like spent Can you hear thirty me now, minutes. Boys? Yes, you're, it's working correctly. Oh, there we go. Great. Okay, how do I sound? Great, beautiful, oh, glorious. Just right. yeah. And then my buddy spent like thirty minutes telling me all the bad things about all the vaccine that I got. <laughs> right. Yeah. But no I, matter what, I, yeah. I bad things about every one of them. So who knows? Which one so, did you get? Moderna? Moderna, yeah. Yeah, my nephew got the Johnson & Johnson one, and his whole like it, it made him violently ill. Oh, really? Did he die? He still lives. He's still with it. But he's, <laughs> okay, so. but he's like <laughs> yeah. you know, 18 years old. So that, That's can, always he, my argument. Yeah. How many yeah. people have died? Right. That's right. We'll see. Ipso facto. All right. So uh, yeah. I, think, I think we've got it fixed. Everybody's ready to go. So for the record, I feel like shit. I've been basically on the toilet for the last hour, so I might be a little bit sporadic tonight. Hmm. I don't know what happened. Nice. We like to <laughs> we like to share. Yeah. Well, just if I if I ghost that that's why. Isn't that what the trash cans for in your podcasting room? <laughs> Ooh, man, that's that. That'd be a long night. That'd be a commitment. That's a real commitment to do that. Yeah, try to try to fit in the Gatorade bottle. Yeah, right. Exactly. So uh, I guess we're ready to get started. Sounds like everybody's ready to go. Yeah, let's go. I think so. Advance after combat. All right, so this is the Advance After Combat podcast. This is a podcast about wargaming brought to you by, my, by myself, Dave, uh, my bromance partner, Jason. Hello. And a guest host that we select from our guild on BGG every – well, we don't select the host. The algorithm selects the host along with the oracle. Uh, and they select they, – they together select a guest host from our BGG guild uh, – to be our third host and this time the selection is evil jack i'm so happy that the oracle chose me this time (laughs) we are thrilled and honored to be here as always well and and this is number two right this is number two i think yeah Yeah. that's right i I feel like steve martin and snl or whoever it was (laughs) welcome back thanks for the call back glad to be here so jack what's been going on with you lately i know you've had some uh changes in your life Oh yes, we've uh, left the uh, left Park Ridge, Illinois, and we moved up to the uh, rolling green hills of Wakanda on the Bang, uh, the you know, on Bangs Lake. How did you get through their impenetrable energy shield? <laughs> it was actually pretty easy. You just you just joined everybody else who was leaving the getting the fuck away from the city and moving out to the country. So it was yeah, just follow the follow nice. the, the taillights <laughs> of everybody else leaving town. And and honestly, I. Uh, as a kid, there's always been, you know, I've always been kind of a city guy. I didn't, I wasn't sure how I was, I was going to, you know, 
be up here, but I, I got to tell you, I, I, I would I should have come up here 10 years ago. It's great. I, I dig it. And how many people live in Wakanda? I think like 14,000 maybe. Nice. And there's a lake? Yeah. There's a nice big uh, spring-fed lake. You know, There are no uh, magical warriors uh, that live under an energy shield. Itself. That's right. That okay. you know of. <laughs> but there are a lot of ice fishermen and uh, and, you know, Dudes on snowmobiles and stuff like that. So, and and your wife is from there originally. Yeah, she's from this area. My my in laws live across the lake. Uh, my her cousin lives on the corner of the lake, and we're about a month away from buying a house. About so three, you, three minutes from here. So, do you guys run into like her ex boyfriends and stuff? You know, the funny thing is, she was she was a Catholic school kid, so she didn't go to the she didn't go to the public schools here. So. So she went to Carmel, which is in Mundelein, Illinois, which is, you know, next town over. So all those guys, you know, they all live over there, I guess. Oh, okay. All right. I just thought it'd be funny. I thought yeah. that might be yeah. awkward. I haven't yet, but I mean, I'm sure it's it, it's bound to happen. Because there, there are, you know, like any small town, there's people that like can't wait to leave and they go away and, you know, go to college and live in anywhere else but where they're from. And then there's people that just stay here forever. And we've already run into a couple of state, like, like two doors down is... Her friend in high school, Lori's ex-boyfriend, who like lives right over there, and he's married to someone else who's like from here forever. So there are definitely people that just sort of settle here and stay here forever. <laughs> and in a weird coincidence, Wakanda and Lake Ozark are the two only locations for JJ Twigs restaurant. That's correct. JJ Twigs Pizza. I think they're. I think the dude is originally from here, and I think he, you know, moved out there to retire or something. It's just so funny that those are the only two locations. I, I find that very odd. My son's favorite pizza. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I, I think we had it briefly. But... I, I would say it's like a, you know, it's not my favorite pizza, but it's, yeah, you know, it's all right. And you're like working remotely. Oh my god! If I never have to go downtown again, that's uh, yeah. I don't particularly like my job, but I, I like I like my office. That's which true. Is, which is where I'm sitting right now, which is <laughs> yeah. at my dining room table. So do you is, do you ever have to go down to Chicago, like for to pick stuff up? I've or? had to do it once, and it was just really weird. And it, it looked like you know the office looked very post-apocalyptic. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, it's like, oh, here's your desk. I go, oh, cool. I hope to never, ever fucking sit in it ever. <laughs> it's like when I had to fly back to California from Missouri after I, dro- I dropped off the dog and everything. Like, landing in LAX and walking through, it was like after the zombie apocalypse. It was so bizarre, like, walking through the airport. Yeah. As a guy who used to live in LA and, and flown back to LA a couple times, I think, boy, am I going to miss it? And then you land at LAX, you're like, never. I could right. never come nope. here again. Oh, good. Oh, we're stuck on the 405 again. Oops. Yeah, now I remember. <laughs> now, now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Welcome. You land, as you're landing, all you see is concrete everywhere. It's like you're waiting for your shuttle bay on the Death Star so you can land. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what it looks like. It's like mini malls, you know, dirty air, and, and cement. Yeah, not, yeah. Yeah, I was talking to the guys last night when we were, or uh, Thursday night when we were playing uh, Greyhawk, and I was like, yeah, at Springfield Airport, you pretty much drive up your rental car and toss the keys to a farmer and walk in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing, and it's like, and I, I still, I mean, I really don't live that. F- I live about about forty five minutes from where I lived before, and if, where I lived before was just on the corner of this, you know, the, the corner suburb of Chicago, and and this doesn't even though I mean. I, 
it's still kind of technically part of the Chicago area. It, it feels like its own little little joint. It's awesome. And, and you know, there's everything I want here. There's plenty of stores and plenty of good restaurants and plenty of this, plenty of that. It's like, I don't need to, I don't need to ever fucking go down there again. Now, did Park Ridge border Chicago? Yeah. Okay. It, it's, uh, if you're familiar with Chicago, it, it's sort of like the northwest corner. It's kind of between, yeah, it's not far from the airport. Good. All right, cool. Yeah, so good for you, man. That's nice. And so yeah. you, you guys are crammed into a small rental, but now you're going to buy, you're buying a place that's bigger. Yeah, we, I mean, it was kind of a, you know, family social experiment or something. We wanted, we wanted to change, you know, what we, you know, you can get a lot more for your money out here, even though it's still Illinois and the taxes are still stupid. But, you know, it was a lake house. We wanted to, you know, we're living on, on the lake and it's a great like outdoorsy lake and yeah it's really small and it's and i think we're it's finally the the novelty of you know living here is running its course like okay it's it, we i do love going outside and seeing the lake but you know sharing the bathroom with my kids and and having no space <laughs> and shitty kitchen and you know it's it's yeah like i said it's a great it's it's it, this wasn't made for of a, a family of my size to live here an extended period of time and we've only been here a couple of months it's it's a vacation house. Like this is this is like in the twenties, people in Chicago would buy vacation houses up here, and then and then so there's a lot of really tiny little cottages, and then there's like a lot of bigger houses. And this one's sort of in between. But yeah, and yeah. you've got a you've got a hundred pound dog. So oh yeah, he's uh, he was right here at my feet. He, he was very excited about being part of the podcast too, but I think he wandered off. Oh, Cody, oh there he is, Cody. Cody's right. here. I have another dog too that uh, he's a young young puppyish, and he just assaults. Cody every five minutes and Cody sort of tolerantly, but you know, he's like a big giant polar bear with like a polar bear cub <laughs> jumping on him and biting his legs and stuff. But Cody's here and he's, he's excited to be part of the, uh, you know, podcast experience too. Have you been uh, playing any war games recently? Or have you been kind of like just adjusting? Well, I, I actually I've been trying to play, I've been playing a lot of stuff. That's for sure. Uh, I mean, war games. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I've been playing, um, I played a lot of little games with Ralph. We played like, uh, actually, I'll, we'll talk about it in my review. I got a couple of, a couple of things to talk about, but yeah, uh, a couple of small games with Ralph. I played, uh, just the other, I've been playing uh, something with Mitch, my NBS with Mitch. And uh, in fact, we're kind of due for that. I've been playing, uh, we just finished playing some submarine with Pete. That's another, you know, nugget. Avalon Hill Nugget from the seventies, uh, yeah. So on and off, I've been playing a lot of. Uh, uh, actually, I've been playing a lot of D and D with my family. We sort of rediscovered it during the pandemic, and um, I've been DMing a lot, and it's been fun. I forgot, you know, it's like you forget how much fun uh, those are, you know. Play and I it, think, and, I, and your wife is into it, right? So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's awesome. She's really into it, and she was, and she's, you know, she didn't grow up a nerd. She was a cool kid you know sporty type and and uh you know finally turned her out she That's loves good. it she's got, <laughs> she got she loves like a whole, she's, she's got nine million dice and she likes uh you know like the her own figures and oh that's cool because yeah. jason you got your wife kind of into it too right she, <laughs> I, she, I tried she'll, oh, she'll play if there's enough um you know peer pressure around her but she, she would never ask to it makes her very uncomfortable oh like just the role playing yeah and I'm like, you don't have to do like, just say what your character's doing. She's like, no, I feel like I need to do it. Like, yeah, 
But you're like, but you're not doing it. But you're not there. Right. So <laughs> like, we're sitting rather, around a table. I would rather you just beer. play it and didn't yeah. roll for it. <laughs> you're wearing a tool shirt. So clearly you're not this character from the 20s, but right. that's whatever. Not, that's funny. So how are you doing, Jason? What do you got going on? Anything with the, like, you've been working like crazy, I guess? Oh, my God. I'm hoping that that's, that's coming to an end. And I, th- I think Donkey Kong is going to be good timing for that. I'll kind of be working pretty regularly six days a week until Donkey Kong, but I'm going to use that as kind of a, a reset, I think, and, and kind of get my, my team lined out a little bit. But yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been crazy um, between work and my wife is working now, which I don't know that that's worth it. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's, it's, it, it's marginal for a lot of, for a lot of different reasons. Like, um, is she, is she happy doing it or is it something she's kind of, um, she's happy to be working again. Um, her job just sucks and they're, you know, she's in the community college system and they're just not organized and we've, um, and not to throw shade, but they're breaking some federal labor laws. Um, so it's just, it's just been a clusterfuck. So wow. she's still looking for better stuff. She's going to keep doing this just to kind of pat her resume a little bit. Um, but I mean, she, she finds it really rewarding and God bless. Cause I, I couldn't do it. Um, but yeah, I've, I've forgotten yeah. what it's like to work. I mean, it's weird. Like initially, yeah, initially yeah. it was I, I, very cool. And now I'm just like, Oh my God, I have such a busy day ahead of me today. I mean, I cannot wait for that moment. I'm like, yeah. I have to go, I, I'm like, I have to go to Menards. I think about you every day, Dave. I'm like, just, Dave is just fucking retired and I'm over here drowning. My, my big challenge is just don't start drinking too early. In the day. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Cause I'm still working from home. It's like, yeah, it's 11. I'm having tacos for lunch. I might as well have tequila. Well, I just I, think with the house build and everything, it hasn't really felt like we're not doing anything, but now, mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. so we basically have moved over into the house. So we moved over this, this last month. So we're in the house and uh, it was tough because, you know, it was again, moving across the street, which I thought would be like an easier move. No, it's, movers, it's but harder. It was rough because like, you know, they usually you would pack the truck and then you would get the drive to rest and then they can unpack the truck at the other location. But this is, they're just carrying stuff across the street oh my gosh. from 8 a.m. to like one thirty or 2 p.m. And I was like, holy shit, like these guys were dragging ass. <laughs> and the, the one guy, it was, it was an old guy who told me all about fishing. That was the crew chief. Then it was a wiry guy who could carry like eight times his weight. He was like an ant. And, uh, and there was the young kid. And the young kid. So I had all got these, that. Got that Ozark Beth. I, yeah, I had these. Uh, I had all these books. So the young kid's carrying these books in in the book boxes. And he, he turns to my wife and says, "Has your husband ever heard of eBooks?" <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like, like how few guys they usually get for like a moving crew? Because when we moved out of the house in Park Ridge, it was like two guys. I'm like, Are you kidding me? Two guys? <laughs> but I mean, that's that's kind of how it is. There's like either super efficient or super cheap or I don't know, but. It's like yeah. if you guys think I'm going to help you, you're wrong. So I, you know, and you got, to, I'm not paying you anymore. So you, you know, this is the place. Right. I have hundreds of books and a lot of booze. So good luck. Yeah, we paid. They charged us 180 an hour uh, because they had to use. The, <laughs> they did use their pickup truck to drive stuff, some stuff over that was bigger. And uh, then I tipped them like 120 bucks. Nice. I felt like yeah. I felt like yeah, they're also. You might run into these guys later. 
Like right. this is a small yeah, town. A small town. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to be like careful. They might be idea. painting your house next year, so you never know. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the one thing I'm running into coming from a big place too. Like everybody fucking knows each other around here, so yeah. you best probably best not to be it. it and, and like some people are like you know like the neighbors across the way, they already have their like grudges. Oh yeah, pr- probably from high school, you know yeah. that kind of stuff. Like oh that guy, oh man, yeah, you should. Blah, blah, blah. Like I don't know, I just got here and he's nice to me. Am I supposed to not right. like him? I don't know how this works. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sharks and jets situation. No, it is true. Yeah, you got to be really careful. And they and they like gossiping, like the visiting. That's big. Oh my they, god, everyone yeah. wants to talk yeah. about everybody. But like again, they're going to talk about what you said to somebody else. So you have to be very careful. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a little story. I don't, maybe I shouldn't tell it, but I'm going to tell it anyway. You know, we, 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 the family did have the, we did have the Rona earlier in the year. I, you know, although I, I don't know if I actually got it or not, but, but Heather had it, but she never had like, it was really weird. It's like she, it felt like a hangover and she didn't really have breathing issues and all that. And the kids are like, they, they, I, they hardly skipped a beat. And I felt a little headachey, but I mean, I was kind of functional and, you know, we went through all that and, and went through the, quarantine and all all that time and then when we were done you know in order to get the kids to get back into school because they're going you know partial we had to go get tested so i took the kids to go get tested and we all tested negative and it was great problem solved and then and then uh, like the very next day there was like a like an ice fishing derby talk about you know what kind of fun times and and it you know a bunch of dudes in snowsuits all everybody's out in the ice there's like a little village out there. there's booze and it's all fun and we, we went into somebody's you know ice fishing hut and it turns out the neighbor the fact that the the boyfriend of my wife's friend in high school his wife came in there and, and kind of went on like, hey, you know, they all had coronavirus and stuff like that and started talking shit about us, as it turns out. So, you know, and then somebody's like, no, they don't. They tested that. You know, whatever it was, it was like right. somebody's already talking shit about us and we just got here. You know, yeah. like, oh, boy. <laughs> I know. And it's like, and, you know, and, and, and like my my brother-in-law, who also knows everybody in town, is like, no, dumbass. They don't have it. They just got tested negative. That's why they're out here. We're not, you know, like, and, like she got shut down. And I, and I. I see this lady at the bus stop every day and I, I made sure to come right up to her and nice. be super nice. And, you know, it's like, Oh man, Oh, we feel so much better. We're all tested negative now. And I, Oh, I hear you ran into Adam. Oh yeah. You talk. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you. Fuck you. That's right. Fuck you twice. <laughs> but yes. I have to be, but I have to be nice because their kids and our kids, play, you know, it's just, of course. just a weird yeah. dynamic. So I'm, yeah, I'm learning. It, it I'm doesn't, learning. it doesn't pay to like get in bad with anybody. It's usually best just to be relatively neutral. So, and I, I, I think I made her feel bad, but I did it in a way that was sort of like, I was nice about it. Kind of, I don't know. I, yeah, you know, I just wanted to be like passive aggressiveness. Yeah, I mean that's, that, that's, that's a, what my builder skill. my builder always does that where I'm sure he's like over talking to the guys he's like hey it's not me it's this California homeowners like they are right. pissed <laughs> they're really pissed at you guys you fucked up and oh man they're hard asses and then we get over there we're like hey guys what's going on and they're like oh man right. they seem really nice <laughs> yeah. right yeah I'm just nice to everybody you know and and you know whatever just a, it's a new it's a new world new dynamic new world I'm learning as I go yes yeah, so the best thing is winter's over springtime uh, yeah. out here in the ozarks the dogwoods and the red buds are blooming so uh man i'm just loving it it's the best <laughs> well we had the, we had the big rush was to everybody because when in winter here you gotta in fall you gotta take your docks out you gotta take your piers and docks out because the, the water will freeze and oh, yeah, sure. frozen and ice 
fucks up your dock. So now all these guys are scrambled out there and their waiters putting their docks in. So it's dock, dock installation season. So. <laughs> yeah. So now we're in a house that's theoretically done, but really needs like 18 things fixed on it. So uh, <sighs> we still have a punch list. Like I was noticing our vent in our stove. It's supposed to be like an external exhaust. And I'm like, it seems loud. So I asked our electrician and he looked kind of like nervous. He goes, well, I don't think they actually vented it to the outside. He goes, but don't tell Carrie I told you that. Like, oh, jeez. So it turns out my stove hood is venting into the attic. Yeah, that's not uh, good. That's which not is good. which is not allowed. Yeah. So, but and I, it passed I, inspection. They don't go up there. You need a ten foot ladder to climb up into that attic. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so I so I called my builder and I I was gonna climb up and look, but I don't have a ladder tall enough. So I just basically asked my and he's like, oh yeah, no. You know, I totally forgot. Yeah, it does. I need to get that fixed. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then we've got we've got a stair rail that, like, basically our stairs go down from the the top floor to the basement. And there's a rail basically that would come from the stair post to the wall. And if you were to walk through there without a rail being there, you would fall down to the basement level and and break your neck. So my builder's second like right hand man, but we have like a replacement rail like a temporary rail because we're going to get the actual ones that they're going to make and put it in, but it's, it's like a metal rail. So this moron, instead of screwing in this temporary rail, decided to just put the rail there un unsecured, just let standing there. And he put a cardboard sign on it. Then on pencil, he wrote, don't lean. Sure. So sure. I was like, are you a complete fucking moron? I'm like, we will get sued. I said, it's better to have no rail. Than a rail right. that looks like it's drilled in, but isn't. So when someone leans on it, they're going to fucking die off the side of that. I was like, we're all going to get fucking sued. These, it's just like some of these people are fucking. My, my dad, my dad was like, look, he goes, most construction guys were not didn't get into construction because they were like brain surgeons. I, f- I feel attacked. That's, that's definitely true. I feel attacked. No, I'm just saying, like a lot of the guys. <laughs> now the bright ones, they t- end up being contractors and maybe electricians, but. You're kind of like king of the dipshits. Like, right. you know, you're like the one smart one, and then you're responsible for all this dumb shit all your idiots do. You know, like, like my builder tells me horror stories about stuff his workers do. Like, like uh, the house on the corner, they were out drinking. The guys started drinking at noon. They went to, for lunch. This one guy was just pounding shots and drinking beer. And uh, so Carrie told him, hey, you're going home. Don't go back to the work site. Like, you, you, you had too much to drink. So the guy doesn't listen. He goes back to the work site, climbs up on a ladder, falls off, lands on a, a beam, and shatters his liver. <laughs> oh, my God. They had to do a life flight out from the construction site. A helicopter oh took him to Columbia. So then he calls up Karen. And he's like, hey, I got a $250,000 bill. I was wondering if you could pay my hospital bill. Carrie's like, fuck. So Carrie went down to the bar and had them pull the video. And he watched the video of this guy <laughs> drinking all these shots. So he's like, fuck you, dude. But it's like, that's the kind of shit you have to deal with. These guys are like fucking complete idiots. So. Yeah. I, uh, when, I, when we had our house done in the old place, you definitely learn like the hierarchy of who are the you know, good ones and who are the dipshits. And like you know, electricians and plumbers, anything that requires yeah. like a lot right. of math and thinking, those guys are pretty good. They're, they're the top. And then you have like finished carpenters. They're usually pretty good. The, yeah, frame, but- the framers are like the, the barn animals. Right. They're, like the, yeah. they're like the wild men. Nothing in your house is square or 
plum because they're just like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, and the drywallers in the bottom of the barrel. Oh no, that, that's right. The Nobody wants to do drywall. And the roofer, roofers and drywallers are usually the worst jobs. <laughs> But yeah, the the it's the, the shittiest and it's the hottest and it's the dirtiest. Yeah, it, nobody wants. you can it, you, oh painters and painters. So yeah, basically it goes plumbers and electricians, then framers, then finished carpenter, then framers, then painters, and then drywallers. At yeah, the bottom. Yeah, like you can you can just get out of jail. Like that's jobs for you. Like when you just got out of prison, <laughs> you can't do anything else. Oh yeah, the painters bring in different guys. They never have a full crew because half of them are in jail for <laughs> being in possession. You know, it's like. Right, right, and and you can't really, and you can't even if you do a terrible job of painting, you can't like your house isn't going to fall apart. Like there's exactly. nothing to you know. It's cosmetic. Yeah. Well, well that, that was that was the hardest part for Monica because she was seeing them bake the cake, right? So like, like the framers would the framer literally, if he has twenty nails in his hand and he drops five, he just doesn't pick them up. He just keeps walking. <laughs> if he's Three, three quarters of the way done with his cheeseburger and he's full, he just drops it on the floor of your house. <laughs> or, or what off. they do is they drop it between the, 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 like in the joints between the drywall. So like when the oh. next guy like demos it, they'll find like a, like a half of a whopper from, you know, 25 <laughs> yeah, years ago. Right. Or yeah, there's, or, there's Gatorade bottles, spit oh, cups. Oh yeah. Or even better, it falls in the vent of your heating vents before they put the screens over the vents. <laughs> Yeah, we we had a guy when when we when they demoed the top of our house, put the addition on. What they did is they had to shut the water off and they shut the heat off and they put a portageon out there. But what some guy had done is they had take he'd come in there and took a big shit in the ba- in the bathroom, but there's there's no uh, wooden flush. And so we come in there, and it, you know, the thing is, we did this during like it was like during winter time, so it really didn't you didn't really notice it until you turned the heat back on. And you're like, oh my god! <laughs> and I took my contract. I go look. This is one of your guys did this. I'm certainly not going to clean this up. There's no water. Uh, yes, please have a. T- <laughs> one of your guys is going to re- attend to this. Uh, the, the the deuce that has been left in my bathroom. Well, yeah, Monica cleaned the toilets in the house because we had running water, and she was so mad because one of the guys, I guess, peed in the toilet. And they they have a porta potty outside too. Uh, she brought shrink wrap, and she was going to hell yeah, wrap hell yeah. <laughs> That's so yeah, funny. You, listen. That's yeah. You're not. That's why the water. The water's off, guys. The water's off. Right. Yeah, we didn't have that. That's bad. That would have been the, a bad problem. But yeah, we were. We didn't it have was just. This, it was just the stupidest. You think we wouldn't know? You think you know? Like we're not right. going to know? Oh, oh that, that was here when we got here. Well, yeah, yeah. I think. I think maybe they just he did it, and then he realized, oh shit, there's no water. But like, uh, and so there's only, go get and there's a gallon all... of water and put it in the tank. You can still flush it. Yeah. And also, at the time, there was only one bathroom, so like, that's it. That's yeah. what we had another bathroom put in. That was the only bathroom we had. So yeah, let's not get into the toilet paper issue. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> <laughs> it's contractor talk. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's a contractor. Our true contractors. Uh, all right. So, hey, Jack, we have a podcast. Oh, I heard. No, I heard and, it's very good. Your I'm guest sorry. Host, we, I we also have a quiz. Spectacular this week. <laughs> and we have a we have a podcast quiz. Oh, um, it's optional. Uh, never before has anyone ever. I guess if you didn't take it, that means we wouldn't record the podcast. So well, I, I see know, the recording true. button is on. So I'm, I'm assuming that we're recording <laughs> anyway. So, so Jack is. This might not have been the case when before when you were actually. Uh, a host before, but now you get to pick either Jason or myself to be your partner in the quiz, and then the other person will read the questions and mock you. Okay, well, I've given this a lot of thought. So, uh, 
and I'm going to choose Dave as my as my uh, my partner for 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 three reasons. One, three, think, three reasons. Three okay. reasons. Yeah, uh, allow, allow me to elaborate. Reason number one, I think you like being part of it. Uh, the answer team. Uh, two, number two, I think two, Jason two likes. Right. I think Jason likes not being part right. of the answer team. That's true. Yeah. Two, two yes. better so be, so true. I thought two was going to be. I hate reading the questions. Oh no! Well, and, and part three is. Uh, you know, I just like hearing Jason try to pronounce the <laughs> weird Byzantium battles that uh, Jackson likes man, to throw. I hate it. The Gallic, Gallic yeah. heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I, I I've done almost no research on uh, ancients or you know battles of the uh, Byzant- Byzantine Empire. So. Nice. Uh, I hope you have your uh, hope you have your your thinking socks on. So. Yeah, and yeah. before we start, what's everybody drinking? I don't know, Jason. Are you are you lean and mean? Yeah, no, I'm I'm drinking. I'm trying to kill whatever is happening, and that's I, I thought that was going to be number three. Is I'm like barely able to think, so reading will be easier than thinking. But I'm drinking uh, Evan Williams bottled in bond, nice. hoping to kill whatever. Oh, that's that's real drinking. That's oh, real yeah. drinking. Yeah, I poured a. Eight ounces of it earlier, and I have probably three left. So yeah, I'll, take that. I'll, I'll need to stop. Yeah, take that's that right. Moderna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> up yours, Moderna. Fuck you, gut. Yeah. All right. Uh, what about you, Jackie? I I'm having. Uh, well, I'm having. I'm going to begin my evening or my my podcast evening with a uh, spot and optimator double buck. Wow. And then I will uh, round out the evening with a bottle of uh, some cheap Cabernet Sauvignon that. We have in the in the larder because I kind of I don't I kind of feel I feel sophisticated tonight. Mm-hmm. What's I think, what's the I name of that beer? That's a, the, that's a complicated beer name. What there was a lot going on in that name. Is that a beer? Spotten? You've heard of Spotten? Spotten, Spotten yeah. Optimator yeah. Bach. Yeah, Optimator is the name of the double Bach that they make. Okay. And it's I have I recommend it. I like you know so I, I don't know anybody who knows me, but I, I love the German beers, and uh, that is a delicious one. So it's two box. Yeah, it's, in <laughs> fact, and the, if you look at the spotten later, spotten means spade, and so there's usually a picture of a shovel on it, and that's, this one has two on there because nice. there's a shovel. <laughs> and uh, and I'm drinking wine because uh, you know uh, I feel sophisticated. I feel you that's guys right. deserve the, the best evil jack you can get tonight, that's right. and I think this is the uh, the path I'm going to take to provide that for you. So. We're going to podcast AF tonight. That's right. <laughs> and I, 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 am, I feel I'm like ready. I speak. I feel like I speak for all of us when I say welcome back. We're so we're so glad to have you back in the fold. Yeah, Jackie. Oh, well, I, Jackie I gotta, had drifted away for a little bit, but it might have been the coronavirus. Um, I went. Yeah, there was a there was a dark time. Uh, getting laid off my job for the. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, you're talking about being retired. Uh, I was laid off so long, I, I got to like it. You know, where it's just like, <laughs> yeah, well, I've been work, there. Fuck yep. this work shit, especially yep. with all the you know all the. I wasn't making a lot of money, but uh, you know, was, people are calling you now with work. You're like, what? What yeah, do you well, want? I, they're oh, like man, you're on the yeah. you're on the clock, Jack. <laughs> and I, uh, I'm watching Battlestar Galactica. Leave me alone. Yeah, oh, I watch I watch so much so much great stuff. Actually, I mean, I rediscovered D and D. We've been uh, the wife and I oh, actually yeah. we actually love Critical Role. I don't. I it's a it's a lot of fun. It, 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 anyway, it helps make us better role players. But I will say, but in all seriousness, probably for yeah, your wife I, I, too. It's probably a lot easier being able to see that kind of gives you a goal. I mean, the one good thing about Critical Role, I've watched it a little bit, but like it's a. Uh, it does show you like how to run like a really full on game. It's something to to inspire you, maybe. A- absolutely, and it gives you it shows you what you can be, or you don't just have to hit things and chop things and cut things. There's like role playing is important, and it's and it's makes it for a makes for a more interesting story sometimes too. So, 
But but anyway, but but also Jason Jason loves hearing that stuff. He's, he's loving this part of the podcast. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I you know it's I, it's, it's but it, but I, I you know I was I was gone for a while and I feel I felt like I needed to get my my shit straight and 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 I think I, I what I realized after being gone as long as I was is that you know avoiding my pals was not the answer and I just you know missed you guys so I'm gonna. Yeah. You know, I, I think I needed my friends more than ever, and uh, I learned, you know, so there I am. Frenchie, I hope you're listening to this. That's right. Come back. We need we need the Grim Sleeper to come back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we need the Dirty Dime, the Grim Sleeper, Frenchie, whatever what are the other names he has. I don't know. But, yeah, but absolutely. And it, it just it made everything better. Well, I'm, I'm delighted to be back, too. So. Well, good. I'm drinking daytime beer. What's that's, that? That's What's been the daytime that's been, the, that's been the favorite lately. Yeah. Uh, well, I've got some other. I've, daytime's a Lagunitas beer. It's kind of like a, a tastier version of a like. I guess it's a day drinking kind of beer. It's it's like a good Michelob Ultra. That's what I'd say. Ninety eight calories, oh. three carbs. My wife likes the light skies. Is it but sort of like that? It's an IPA. I don't uh, know. I don't drink girl beer, so I don't know what that is. I don't. I don't know. I don't touch the stuff that. It- well, it's Blue Moon Light Sky is like a yeah, it's sort of like uh, no lighter. Thanks. Yeah, I'm not, no. I'm not a fan either. But I have some other ones in the fridge. The nice thing also about my game room now is I'm in the the back of the basement. We have a finished basement that opens to the back, and I've got double doors. And right around the corner is my bar with my beer fridge. So excellent. And around the corner is my gun room, so I'm ready. Drunk and armed. Just the case. <laughs> you, you'd fit in right well here uh, in Old Wakanda. Although I, my next move is uh, is the Ozarks, so I want you to chase your neighbors away, and uh, we'll move next to it. Yeah, no, they're still building. You, there's, there'll be room out here. I know. We'll, we'll figure out a way. We'll make it happen. But yeah, and my my other option is I have a founders. Uh, there's a founders basic lager that is delicious, and I just I drink the heck out of that these days. So. But right now yeah. it's wine. I could because I am sophisticated, and you guys deserve uh, the the very best I can be tonight. The the, the one nice thing, of, well, not the one, but one of the best things about the Ozarks too is that um, because of the tourist season, like High V is one third liquor. Like we have a giant High V, and it is like has a football field sized liquor section. So. Kind of like the Woodman's here. We have the same kind of thing where it's just like a it's like a big warehouse of booze. Yeah, and they have a they have a walk in beer freezer that has two doors from either end. It's in the middle of the store, so you can just you walk in from either side. You don't want to walk into a guy on his way out with a, a couple of thirds right. of uh, yeah, I, exactly. It's for safety's sake. It there's sense. a there's there's a forty five foot long shelf, five shelves high, just mixers. It's like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know, like, <laughs> like I didn't know there were that, I didn't many, know mixers. There were that many mixers. So. My Albertsons in California had like a three foot wide section on the shelf for mixers. And it's all like terrible, like here's olive juice that's not in olives. Yeah. They'll have uh in the middle of the, you know, like the middle of the aisles, they'll have like the, the items that you might want to browse by. There'll be like a six foot by six foot stand filled seven feet high with those fireball little, little miniature fireball bottles. Like, I'm like, Jesus, what are people doing out on the lake? Or Professor McGillicuddy's like vanilla flavored shots and stuff like that. Yeah, they have like the little airplane bottles. Like you yeah, get out of the hotel fridge. Ah. So there we go. All right. I, so I will say that the normal jewel around here, our grocery store, has got it's, people take their booze very seriously out here, which, which mommy and I definitely appreciate. So, yeah, we do too. We like it. All right. 
Well, anyway, I accept quiz. the challenge of the quiz. I, I, it's not optional. I, I say, I say, press on. Let's do it. Love it. Mm. It's time. Uh, so it's the pre Donkey Kong podcast quiz. We talking about Swolcon? Same thing. Um, I, I can't hear the words. Say again. Oh, geez. Like, why are you guys so resistant to Swolcon? Can't there be an alternative name? <laughs> I mean, you can decide what your own gender is now. I can't decide what the name of the convention you, is. You go to whatever con you want to go Stop to. Stop pushing your convention hey, values on me. I'm just telling you what con I'm going to. My Twitter feed says Swolcon on it. Okay. Yeah. I just like to. I just like to see you and uh, Mitch have a like a little dick swinging contest about it. It makes me very happy. <laughs> Are you going to that too, Jack, or no? Sad, sadly, uh, my uh, closing day oh, is right around okay. that time. So, unfortunately, no. Although I'm, I'm hoping, I'm really pushing to go to the the other one. I'm going to Dallas, hopefully, because I, I have not gone to. Dallas you before. fucking better. I don't know what you mean man. by pushing. I mean, you go. You're a man. You just you have a credit card. You buy I, that ticket. I That's true. Jack, I sent Jack an email like a month ago. Like, hey, you want to sleep together again in in St. Louis? I, you know, like, I do. Oh, fuck. It, Best roommate ever. Yeah, you, know, guys, you, you guys would probably be the two cleanest roommates, I think. <laughs> we, oh. It was very tidy. Jack took care of me. We were both fucking hungover. Oh, man. But, was... but you guys, yeah, you guys are all – I feel like you guys are very, both very tidy. good roommates. Yeah. I don't think we should room you together. I think there's slobs that need you guys rooming with them. I, we're putting I think, all I mean, of our two guys, best roommates together. I think that's we were, a mistake. We're all, put all the white hats in one room. Right. Because, you know, because like, I'll tiptoe around, make sure I don't wake him up, and he yeah. tiptoes around, make sure he doesn't wake me up. Yeah. It's just, he's, he's a great roommate. Great, well, I mean, yeah. you know, he's a great guy anyway, but he's a great roommate. <laughs> I got to tell you, anybody who rooms with Jason, you will not be, uh, please don't ruin him. He's a, he's, a, he's a good roommate. Treat him with respect. That's right. That's right. And uh, yeah, no, I, I, I do. Yeah, I would have definitely would have room with you in a in a heartbeat. Well, now you're already talking like you're not doing it. So I'm like, you're no, going but to he'll, AAC but he'll come to he'll come to AACCon. Yeah, you're going to AAC. Yeah, you want to room in AACCon? Uh, Matt Allen's my my life mate. So yeah, Matt Matt seems like yeah, he needs you. Yeah, we're, Matt we're, Matt we're, Matt would Matt is not like I, I'm not saying that he's a bad roommate, but I don't see Matt being quite the same caliber of roommate as, as you guys and i'm not putting and, myself and get, up there no. and, and, and we get along you know we go way back right. so it works well, okay, i mean you know this I'd say matt's, a, matt's a six and you guys are like tens <laughs> okay yeah I, I definitely agree okay now that begs the question who's a three who's the worst roommate uh, i don't i don't know the way to say that i mean do you think matt would shave his beard in your hotel bathroom would he trim his beard in the bathroom i don't think sink? so no. Okay, because that would I would weird. never do that, or clip your toenails or anything like that. No, and if we did, you'd make but, sure that. But you just clean it up, yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah. Who would be the worst one? The worst one. I, I, to I have think some about ideas. That. I don't want to. I don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say. These people listen. Yeah, that's true. I, well, listen, this is listen, gentle, gentle listeners. We want to know who the worst. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. Email us at advancedaftercombat@gmail.com. Right. Your that, horror that, that, stories, that, your roommate horror stories. Because if Jason's already taken that, I mean, maybe I'll take I'll I'll take on the worst roommate. Let's see how bad it could be. <laughs> you can, you're like I can tame that lion. I don't know. I just you know maybe it'd be fun. I don't know. Yeah. It could be the greatest experience of my life, or I, there'd be a murder, a double murder. I don't know. Who knows. Yeah, I'm going to give some thought to that. Okay, so we got a quiz. Close okay, to this. Quiz. Yes, and yes, so I'm yes. hoping my pronunciation's going to start getting better because I've been I reading to Cameron at night. And we read a lot of dinosaur books. So I'm reading a lot of Latin names. Oh, um, okay. So I'm, you know, I think I'm getting a little bit better because he'll correct me, which is just the best feeling. Like fucking five year olds correcting me 
Yeah, no, Daddy, that's not how you say that. I'm not taking that shit from a five year old. Fucking go to bed. Right. <laughs> right. Story's right. over. Yeah, we, we don't even yourself. know what they look like. They had feathers. He's all right. This You're is so bullshit. fucking smart. You're so yeah. fucking smart. You read the book. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. All right, it's time for name that opposing commander. Uh, the siege of Tyre. 332 BC. Yep, of course, the fucking ancients. Yep. Yeah, and, yep. and you know who my commander is. My oh, commander it better not is be Alexander the Great. Motherfucker. Yep. Alexander the Great. Okay. Who is yours? Oh, Jesus. Okay, Tyre is like, that's like Lebanon, right? So Yeah, it was a siege he did when he was, he's fighting against Persia. Is it Persian? Is that, did, they, it, did, they, did it reach there? So yeah, it's, it's Is Persia. it Xerxes or Darius? Or yeah. Darius? Yeah, I think it's either, I'm trying to think, I want to say it was Darius then. I uh, I say Dar- I'm I'm with you, Darius. Uh, Braxton has here Azermilkus. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's talking about the actual commander at Tyre. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck that uh, was. Uh, yeah, well, hey, at least we at least we got it. I, th- I yeah. feel like we we thought it through enough to make a, an educated uh, answer. Yeah, yeah, th- listeners out there, none of you knew that fucking answer. That's yeah, where you think judges. you're fucking fooling. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Park your car, go to work. That's right. Get a, get the car. <laughs> the Battle of Medway. Not Midway, but Medway, 43 AD. My commander is uh, Alois Politius. My mouth isn't working all of a sudden. This is is why I wanted you to read it. This is my favorite part. Alois Plautius. There we go. Plautius. Plautius. Okay, Plautius. Looking over at the game show. 43 AD. One one was... um, and Braxton does say, if you don't know the answer, play more uh, Caracatus, Conquest of Gaul. Yeah, so... Uh, Caratacus. So, Cataphracts? Caratacus? What is that? Caratacus. He says Caratacus here. Okay. So um, 43 is... So, is this going to be Augustus when Augustus was emperor? Or later? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, so the, the commander is Aulus Plaudius? That's right. So is it a German? Is this when the Germans? So, so see, the Germans are Gauls. So the only German I, can, I can't think of any Germans. The only Gaul I can think of is because of that cartoon, the Asterisk. <laughs> yeah. I think he's later, but let's say I'm whatever. Yeah, that's the only Gaul I know. <laughs> I like I like your thinking. Sunday morning cartoons uh, or comics, whatever. Uh, the 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 correct answer is uh, Caratacus, actually. Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, well, you know, I don't feel too bad. I feel like we've like said, like I said, we're we're thinking yeah, these we'll through. I think yeah. I think we're I think we're coming within three quarters. Yeah, we're dropping we bombs do. within range. We're and it, and that's, right. that's and right. It's entertaining, and that's really all that matters. Uh, how about the Battle of Waxhaws, seventeen eighty? Seventeen eighty. That sounds revolutionary war to me. My commander right. is Abraham Buford. Who is yours? Uh, oh, shit. 1780. Waxhaws. Is that like going to be like an Indian fight during the Revolutionary War? Oh, God. Sounds like it. Or it could be in the South. If it's a, that, that sounds, yeah, it sounds like, a, like, who is it? Was it Green? Cor- no, Cor- no. Well, it was, do we think this Buford guy is a loyalist oh, no, or a right. patriot? Because if he's a patriot, then it could be uh, Cornwallis. It's, yeah, I think it's, it sounds like Cornwallis to me. Because he was in the south, right? Yeah, I think, but I think it's, uh, I think it's going to be an Indian fight. But we, uh, like, we've got maybe Rogers Rangers. Do you want to try Rogers? Was Rogers in the south? 
No, but I'm thinking if it was an Indian fight, maybe we guess Rogers. Okay, I'm I'm down. Rogers Rangers. Rogers. So- We're guessing Rogers. Okay. Uh, Bannistray Tarleton. Oh, Tarleton. Fuck. Oh, goddamn! I should have done that one. I should have Well, we're in the right theater again, Jack. Like you yeah. said. Like yeah. I said, we, we are so close, Dave. We can <laughs> dial it in. Hey, right, fire for effect. Right, right bathroom, wrong stall. <laughs> uh, he says Mel Gibson's arch enemy. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Tarleton. that the Patriot? My dad Tarleton's used to make quarters. me dress yep. up as him for uh, back mm-hmm. in time. I do like the hat. How do you feel about that? It's a good uniform. It's pretty cool. It's pretty it's, badass uniform. Yeah, Even Tarleton's, the Bavarian Army took. They liked Tarleton's uniform so much that was uh, with the cavalry and the Bavarian Army early. Yeah, the infantry war too. The infantry yeah, war too. Yeah, you're right. We should go back to fancy army uniforms. Oh yeah, I, I, I think that make. I agree. Well, so. I think I think the uh, U.S. Army should go back to the pinks. Pinks and greens, man. The, those are nice. Like the brown. I'm like, I'm, look at that. I'm always like, when I watch World War II movies, I'm like, why did we give that uniform <laughs> up for this shitty fucking right. green this uniform? fucking digital camo. And even, have they gotten rid of the stupid black beret finally? No. No, they're still wearing it. That's the dumbest shit that everyone's a ranger now. It's like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? It felt insulting while we were doing like come on like the, the, these are reserved for very specific types of troops yeah i'm so I, I don't I, right the u.s cook troops, and truck driver the, like right fuck, the army the regular army guys didn't want to wear the berets mm-hmm. it's like who the fuck thought of that shit oh it's really yeah. crazy yeah. all right sorry all right no, let's i'm with it. you i i totally agree it's a devalues the the you know right the bray was sort of a symbol of pride yeah, right. So, oh, another interesting thing. So uh, one of our uh, guild members, Jim Robinette, is actually moving out back home from Germany. He's retiring from the Army. He's moving to Springfield. So, oh, hell yeah. He's going to be like an hour Missouri? away from me. Yep. Oh, he's going awesome. like, to be like an hour away, hour and a half, hour and a half. Love probably. it. So, it's going to be the stronghold. We need to find a silo out there somewhere. To just... that, that'll be always, you. you can sleep, sleep in my gun room. <laughs> I, I, can't wait for, uh, I can't wait for uh, – Very uh, erotic. Yeah, can't wait for uh, uh, Osage Con. Yeah, there you go. Th- there's, there's. I think there's, that's what Bactor is putting there's together. A con- right? There's a convention center hotel that's like half a block from my house. A regalia, a regalia it. hotel. They do right. drunk. They do drunk bingo on Wednesdays. <laughs> hey, I just did a also drunk bingo, bingo at a moose lodge the other day. One thirty-six bucks. Wakanda Moose Lodge. Big winner, everybody. Okay. All right. So let's get back to the question. Sorry. We can just do this all night. No, fuck I know. that. I know. I don't, have, I don't have any games to talk about. We can just fucking bullshit oh, I got all plenty. Night. Don't worry. I got, I got, I'm yeah. stacked. I'm oh, stacked and I, get, and I, have, I have true crime for Jason, too. So oh, that's so. oh, my best. Wait till I, tell, I told part. my wife about your true crime story, and then she, my wife lives for true crime. I think Jason's wife oh, yeah. lives for those, too, right? Oh, yeah. See, we we all get together. Yeah. We, we give our ladies something to hang out mm-hmm. and talk about. Mm-hmm. All right. How about the Battle of Talavera, 1809? Oh, oh that's okay. okay. I'm ready My for that commander, Joseph, Joseph Bonaparte, who is yours? It's got to be Wellington, right? Well, it's Wellington, but it was um, the original guy was something else. Wellington, it wasn't, it was Wellesley, and then uh, he, he took over. But yeah, I, I guess, is Braxton going to know Napoleonics? Yeah, we'll just say Wellington. Yeah, I'll just say Wellington. Oh, Jack. It was Arthur Wellensley. Same guy. Same guy. Same is guy. it? 
Yeah, yeah, he became oh. the Duke of Wellington uh, after he was Arthur yeah, Wellesley, okay. and well, he became so. the Duke. It was, it was. From, uh, it Braxton was, usually puts that in there. Like, Jason, give me, give me your our knowledge is so deep. Oh my <laughs> god, I, I, I can't believe you're trying to get all snarky with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he no. was. He, it was Wellesley. You're right, but he became the Duke of Wellington right. af- same, after the Battle of Talavera. Same person, yeah. Braxton. Come on, Braxton. Man, Stay in your land, baby. I, all the all the name changes is very confusing. Well, I mean, he got the he got his title, got his got his duke ship, right? Yes, kick ass duke. Hey, we got one right, and see, yeah. we're we're close now. Now we're really gonna just bang them home. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. You you've been zeroing, right? So yeah, I don't know if Jack and I are a great combo because I think we're good at the same topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, we know the same shit. <laughs> we're all Civil War Napoleonics. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna need some help with this with this uh, name. Mahange, the Mahange Offensive. Wow, is that is that right? Nineteen seventeen. Yeah, eighteen seventeen. Mahangi. Nineteen seventeen. Oh, can you type it, ladies and gentlemen? Ma- oh no, that's no. that's Mahange. No. Mahenge. That that's good. Like Mahenge. Mahenge. Okay. Yes, well, continue. I mean, it's World War One ish, but I think but Jason yeah. has attempted every possible pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, that's what I do. You can't tell me it, I'm wrong if. if is it right. possible that it was the uh, the punitive expedition of 1917 where Pershing went into Mexico? That can't possibly be right, though. So, so my, let's wait. Let's, my my commander is Jacob Van Deventer. Deventer. Jacob Van Deventer, the Mahenge Offensive. Okay, well, what happened in the Palestine in 1917? Was that pretty much done by then? No. No, yeah, I don't think this is going on. I think Palestine is not the place. Could it be uh, uh, Germany, East Africa? Oh, it's like, got to be. What's the German guy that... The, that was von Vor, Vor, uh, uh, Leto von Leto Vorbeck. Okay, let's do him. That, is, that is correct. Goodness. Oh, gracious. God damn. From what is that? Wow. I'm going to go. I'm gonna go I, got a, I got a heart on right now. I got to go snap a dog. I'll be back <laughs> oh, in five minutes. I'm so happy. Finally, I've been, yeah. Wow. Paul von Veto Lord, uh, Vorbeck. Yes, yeah. yes, Dude, yes. Dude, Paul von was... Leto Vorbeck. Goodness gracious. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, Dave. I need a spoon you, you, you get a strong assist from the East Africa thing because you made me oh. think I forgot all about that. Well, so I have that I, book. What is it called? Like African Kaiser or something? I read that. That dude is a badass. You know, he was and, awesome. And he, um, like, he, like, like, like Hitler wanted him to command stuff. And he's kind of like, fuck you. I'm not doing it. And they're like, uh, okay. Thank you. Know, yeah, or, he was like the one war hero after World War One for the Germans. He was the one guy who did a great job. Oh, Rommel did okay in Caporetto, but 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 uh, but yeah, you're right. But and, and like he was such a badass, he could tell Hitler to go fuck himself. He didn't really feel like participating in his little war. <laughs> well, I think he he tied down like thousands and thousands oh, and thousands with, like, of British with Ascaris, troops with the like yeah. like like Ascari troops, like native troops. Yeah, so I think the book is called African Kaiser or something like that. But if you if read definitely read that book, it's great. It's awesome. It's all about him. I'm campaign. definitely. I should definitely read it. I'm okay. trying to think. There was a movie that came out with Roger Moore in it. I'm going to go look at it real quick, see if I can see oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a movie that came <laughs> out with Roger Moore. I'm going to put it on my like, Amazon wish list real quick. Yeah, oh, it's good. Good, good stuff. I mean, it just, it, it, you know, just this is like a guy, a commander who really had it figured out, you know, with little. It took little and did much with it. It's it's a very interesting campaign. Yeah, that was, that's the correct name. Yeah, that was the, that's the correct name. It's African Kaiser. Get that book. Really great. Love it. Details this whole thing. 
right. start talks about how the war started. Like the Germans like hid like a fucking cruiser up the river. They basically had it sailed a cruiser up the river in German East Africa and got it stuck in the river. And then the British were like trying to attack it or some shit like that. It was crazy. There's all this crazy shit that went on in the war. There's, so. there's a movie that came out in the late seventies with Roger Moore in it and, uh, uh, Richard Harris. No, um, Lee Marvin. And, and it, it's called like shout at the devil or something like that. And it's kind of like that where this, this guy's like a British guy and, it, and he's in like, you know, East Africa or something. And, and he ends up stealing a plane and trying to bomb a hidden British cruiser. It's, it's a stupid movie, but if you yeah. like stupid movies from the late seventies, <laughs> like I do, uh, that, you know, of, of weird war topics that nobody paid attention to. Uh, I would definitely, I think, yeah, shout at the devil. I think is what it's called. Go, go Google it. Everybody do your nice. favorite. But, that, but I was, I'm pretty impressed. We got that one. So that's yeah, good. That was, All right. yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, as soon now, as said, now we're just, like, let's, right. well, yeah, let's, let's give it, give it its due. That's good shit. All right. Next question. It's time for which fucking battle was it? For each listed battlefield geographic location, terrain, or terrain nickname, name the battle it is associated with. So there's like things going around, terrain features, and nicknames, and you tell okay. me the battle. Okay. Okay. So Ready. softball to start. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna ease you into it. We're gonna lube it up. The hot gates. The what? The hot gates. The hot gates. The hot uh, gates. The hot I think gate. it's the hot gate. And it's spelled H O T. Yeah, the hot Jesus. gate. I don't know what the fuck that oh, is. You guys need to read more comic books. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm totally. Uh, hot gates. What battle is that? The hot gate. It's got to be Vietnam then. If it, Jason is uh, all steamed up about it, was there a gate that took place in Vietnam that? Yeah, just guess like the Battle for Huey or Quezon or something like that. Uh, yeah, we'll say Huey. Wow, you guys don't know this? No, no. <laughs> the Battle of Thermopylae. Oh yeah, I don't Thermopylae. Know that's the high. Did that really happen? Did that, I never, yeah, but that's not a real thing. <laughs> that's a real thing. It happened. It's a fiction. That's a fiction. We should. There were CGI car- abs. You that's a comic book. That? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the abs <laughs> weren't even book. real. That's what I'm saying. Frank Miller taught me history. Yeah, I don't know anything about yeah. that. Okay. Sorry, Praxin. Yeah, I yeah. should know that one, but I don't. No worries. Yeah, we follow uh, real history, not yeah, cartoon whatever. history. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I had Sergeant Rock count. Uh, oh, dude, that was the best. <laughs> and Did you used to buy, like, the Air Rock Force ones? The or these? Remember how they would sell the Air Force one? Like, they had a bunch of military comics back oh, then. Oh, yeah. Where well, you get the Army or the Navy ones. Yeah, but, but no one wanted the Air Force ones. I, I like the one. It was the. It was the. He the, the It was a comic about a guy who drove around in a Stuart tank called oh, like, the, General the, Stewart. Yeah, that's right. It was and the Jeb tank. Stewart and the, was, yeah, 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 yeah. It was the haunted tank. tank. Yeah. And, and the ghost of Jeb Stewart would help. That's right. Show him where the Germans yep. were. And stuff. Yeah, he, <laughs> so he had a Stewart weird. tank, and his name was. He was descended from Jeb Stewart. <laughs> yeah. And his tank was. Uh, yeah, that was the best. Go out there, hey, boy, time. There's a machine gun there from the corner. Yeah, their Stuart tank could like kill anything. Like nowadays, like we you right. know, Stuart tank was like dead in five minutes. Right. <laughs> oh man, simpler, simpler times. Now that about, comic book's probably illegal. You know? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. canceled. I wish How I had. About a uh, uh, Sheva Redino Redoubt. Oh, I, you know this That's one, Bordino, right? Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah, it is. Yep. 1812 Russian front. I've played that scenario probably five billion times. Yep, me too. 
I had a great magazine. Strategy in Texas had a great Bordino magazine game that I had, and I lost it in the flood. The thing I love about Jack is Jack is not some some guests are like hard to get going. Jack is like yeah, 100 miles an hour. He's the best. I can remain. I've been waiting for this. That's why he's such a good roomie because we just fucking sit up all night telling stories. It was like summer camp. It's the best. It's I've been the driving best. poor mama bear crazy. Like, oh man, I'm so excited about this weekend. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> all right, how about Dunker Church? Oh, that's Shiloh. Nah, no, 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 no. It's not. It's Antietam. Oh, no, no, no. Antietam. 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 It is Antietam. Or Sharpsburg, as my people call it. Yeah. 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 Dave, I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm reading Battle Cry of Freedom, and I'm I'm enjoying it. I know it's yeah, a, well, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a big person, right? He's a, yeah. He, mm-hmm. You get read some Shelby Foot, you'll feel the difference. Does, does, it, no, have, does it does it have no, pictures no. that you can color in no, with crayons as you're going on? I don't want to read that. Wow, we lost. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to read that book. Oh, Shelby Foot. Yeah, don't. Bruce Catton's good. Yeah, Bruce Catton's good. I I like a good uh, object. I, <laughs> Listen, uh, you know, I, I, had, I had family that was on both sides. I'm, you know, I don't really care. No, I don't, I don't want to hear it. The fact I, that we're still fighting this war is No, no Shelby Foot is like, uh, yeah, Objectively. I get the, yeah, yeah, right. But he's still really good. But yeah, Are you, you sure? Yeah. You have to read a bunch of different sources. He's a compelling, <laughs> he's a compelling storyteller. That's right. Yeah. How about, how about Fort, uh, oh, fuck, man. Uh, the guy that comes like this and then he, and he died not too long ago. Like Sears, and, Sears is yeah. good. Like Sears' uh, stuff is yeah, good. Yeah, Sears is great. Yeah. Don't worry, Jason. I'll help you. Come over. I'll give you some books. Sure. How about that one? Fort, uh, that's, that's the battle of uh, that's the battle of Verdun, nineteen sixteen, World War One. Yeah, correct. that sounds good, that man. Nice. I've actually been there. It's it is a echoey tomb. It's like mm. a, a drippy. You can only I mean, walking down the hall, the corridors in there, it's loud. You can only imagine being in there for six mm. months when Germans yeah. are shelling you twenty four hours a day. You would go bonkers in five minutes. And Hill nine three seven. Oh geez. So what's what's the ASL scenario? That's my the really classic <laughs> one. That's six two one. I'm sorry. That's Hill six two one. That's got to yeah. be Hill nine three seven. Sounds very Vietnam War. It, it, it could be Korean E too, though. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Korean War. You know, he likes to throw in like a Korean War thing. Yeah. It doesn't really matter though, because I think we have to say the battle. You do. Yeah, so um, I so can't it's either it. like what, what what is the chosen reservoir? No, um, Chap Yong Yi. No, I, <laughs> I love it. Jack just works through this. Okay, that's that's yeah. my process, guys. I'm sorry, that's my process. I see. I don't, know, Dave. What do you think? Hmm. No idea. I don't know at all. Okay, no. I'm going to say I think I think it is Korean War, and I'm going to say it's. Um, a chap, uh, I can't even think of the word now because of the wine is starting to kick. When you said chap run read, was that the yeah, one you said? yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, it's something like that. If if I were to say Dylan McDermott, would that change your mind? It's uh, the Hamburger Hill, Hamburger Hill, that's right. Oh, I wouldn't, have, wouldn't have changed my mind. That's a, yeah, that's okay, Vietnam, yeah, nice. classic Vietnam, <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> that is that is correct. <laughs> it's not good. But no, it's not bad. no, it's not. But it's not. If you feel like, like you know, sometimes I just feel like watching a war movie. And it doesn't have to be too heady. But sure. you know, that's a good one. That's a pretty good it, one. That's like the fourth one they made when they were in that wave of making Vietnam movies. 
And it yeah, was like, it was, yeah. it was kind of everyone's like, we got to make a Vietnam yeah. movie. Right. Listen, it's I even like, the like I even liked that when we were soldiers, I, I, th- I yeah, always it has, this, that movie. it has its points. Yeah. Cause it's probably to, for me, no offense, Jason, you know, I love it. That's probably the most interesting of all the like set piece Vietnam battles. It's like, I think that it, it, it showed the American forces that. The, oh yeah. The Viet- it's early on. It's, it's proving. The Viet- that, well, it this- showed that the Vietnamese had a pretty good professional army and they were right. not to be fucked with and, and things are going to be a little different from now on. So. Oh yeah. The, the, uh, that whole Yadrang Valley was, was very interesting. Yeah. Jason, don't get offended by that. <clears throat> I'm not offended by you saying that <laughs> any battle in, in the Vietnam. <laughs> well, I, I know I, I don't know that much about it other than that one, but oh, that's fine. I just uh, don't, I just don't ever think they're going to make Bright Shining Lie the movie. So probably not. I, I think it's past its time. It is. It's 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 aged poorly. <laughs> Evan and I were just talking about that movie or that book. Yeah. Uh, so which fucking battle am I? Name the battle that fits each description of events. This is very complex. So I'm going to read a paragraph of text to you. Um, and then you're going to tell me the battle. I am a plateau-like elevation in Henrico County, Virginia, about two miles north of the James River. I'm about 130 feet to my crest that forms a crescent about 100, or excuse me, a crescent about 1.5 miles in length. At the time of the battle, I had several farms positioned near me, most notably the Poindexter and Carter Farms. Atop the southern edge of my plateau is a house which I get my name from. Brigadier General Fritz John Border and Artillery Commander Colonel Henry Hunt found it a very formidable position. What battle was fought on and around me? That sounds kind of like uh, sounds like second bull run to me, but I, Dave, what do you think? I don't have to wake up tomorrow, so I'm going to go grab some more whiskey. While you guys, yeah, you go ahead. Let me think this through. Um, it, like the hunt, I, I got you. Might have to read that one when you get back from your whiskey. You might have to ask uh, like that. Henry Hunt Hill, maybe. I'm thinking second bull run, but I'm not sure. Henry Hunt Hill. No, Henry Hunt Hill. Henry Hunt sounds like uh, the, <laughs> that sounds like a Union artillery commander, right? Uh, or, or no, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking Henry Hunt is so different. <laughs> I'm thinking of Goodfellas. Right. No. <laughs> think of Henry Hill. <laughs> Henry Hill. <laughs> no, no. I think I think it's going to be like Malvern. Hill. Like what are what are all the seven oh. day battles of the seven days? Oh, that's They're- true. Yes. Well, I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking because you mentioned crescent, and I know that the second bull run was sort of a, cre- a crescent. Yeah, but they you- weren't they weren't fought around the James River. No, you're right. It's got the be, James River is right. east of. Uh, it's got to be Malvern Hill, Richmond. It's I, think it's be- Mal- I want to say it's Malvern Hill. I think I you're right. I think you're right. I don't know all of them, but yeah, I'm back. bull run is further north. Yeah, you're right. I think I think that makes sense. Malvern Hill, or um, yeah. unless you know any other Seven Days battles, I guess. Well, I mean, up I, only, maps only the ones that the gamers made. That's the uh, that's but I, but with Gaines Mill and the Malvern Hill. But but it's, but it's yeah, I don't know. Just pick pick one. I say Malvern Hill because he mentioned a, a hill. God damn it! You're correct. Did we get it? I brought the, I brought the bottle in with me. Yes, oh, you're correct. Snap, we fucking got that one. <laughs> man, oh man, we are killing it. These are hard questions. These are. This is hard. Yeah. 
This is prof- listen. We we I came ready to podcast, <laughs> offer you know the best professional grade podcast a guy could offer from his this living is, room. This is with his dog. Some, these are some serious content, questions. Right? Yeah. yeah, like there were seven of them. We had to pick one. Yeah, seven days. So how, how about this? You know how I know? Remember this one? I remember when they had those uh, Civil War Golden Book with all the guy did the Galloway did all those. I think it's the Galloway's the author's name. He did all those great battlefield drawings with the little guys. Running, yes, and they yes, had numbers. I, I have one. I, have I remember that. seeing the Seven Days Battle one. I remember seeing all the guys charging up the hill, and then they showed all the little guys running away. Yeah, yeah. There was like a line of like Union artillery at the top of the hill. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I think I have that book still. It might have been Hood's Texans that were driven back or somebody. But. <laughs> All right. Jason's was, like, anyway, let's move on. There's, yeah. there's people listening. Jason's trying to move the show forward. Yeah. There's a, don't break the fourth wall, Jason. You, 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 if you give me a job, I'm going to do it. I was part of a German-held salient at Wittstag in Belgium. As part of the Allied battle plan to take the German position, I was mined by British, Canadian, and Australian sappers. Over 454 metric tons of the explosive aminol was placed in at least 17 different locations. At the start of the battle, the mines were detonated, causing one of the largest non-nuclear explosions in the war. These explosions instantly killed more than 10,000 German soldiers. What battle commenced after this explosion? Is it Passchendaele? Does that sound right to you? Is it, it's got to be, be World War I. Because like anything where you'd have Australians. Mining. Well, mining and Australians in Belgium. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the Australians fought any. I mean, they fought in North Africa and then they went to the Pacific. So. Uh, yeah, sounds good to me. I don't know. I say Passchendaele. Uh, he has here the Battle of uh, Messonnet Ridge. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. But it was, is it World War One? It, it doesn't say. That's that's all the information I have. We'll never know. Well, there's no way we'll yeah, ever know. There's, then there's then, no then I'm going to assume Google. that we're correct. We'll just take that one. We'll take that one. <laughs> correct. M e s s i n e s. Yeah. No, I, no I, I, remember, I remember the incident because it was just like they tunnel underneath and they put a bunch of stuff and blew it up and then it ended up gaining like a hundred yards or something and that was about it. But yeah, I'm, I'm, it was World War One. Pretty sure. Let's see what Google says. Google says 1917. Nice. World War One. That's go. right. Yeah, anytime they're mining, it's either. Petersburg, mm-hmm. Petersburg in the Civil War, or it's World War One. Yeah, yeah, Let's save that. Love it. In the North Valley of my battlefield, the Fourth and Fourteenth Light Dragoons, the Seventeenth Lancers, and the Eighth and Eleventh Charge of Light Brigade, Light Brigade, under the command of Major General Brudenell, led an yep. advanced led an advance against a redoubt. This redoubt was manned by at least nine... Fuck me. Whew. This redoubt was manned by at least... This, this, this sentence doesn't work. This is what it says. This redoubt was manned by at least Russian 50 artillery mm-hmm. batteries. Yep, definitely. The sad thing is I, I recognize it just based off the... And the multiple Brit- infantry... What battle, is just what based off the British regiments. <laughs> when you not, named the British cavalry regiments, yeah. I knew what it was. Not what, what battle am I? My is, cherry pickers? 
Yeah. So, so that is uh, what's the name of the battle? So it's, the church. We was, all know the was church. It, was it Balaclava? Yeah, Balaclava. It is right? Balaclava. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Could we have a like cherry man- bottoms? Man- like cherry bottoms. Can, can we have a uh, can we have a mandatory movie night with we watch the nineteen seventy five version of We're do that. of Light Brigade? For sure. For sure. Black is that bottle? Is that black, black bottle? bottle? Yeah, I've seen that movie, so we oh, might have to the Indian dog. Dave posted that clip and I was like, What the fuck is this? All that pomp. I think I might be the only guy that uh, actually gets it. it is it is a terrific Dude, Lord terrific Cardigan. Movie. Lord Cardigan is one of the best big fan of his sweaters. Big fan, but dude, it is—it's incredible. It, they do a great job of showing, like, basically, you know, the Crimean War kicks off. You have all these generals who haven't been able to fight in a war since since Napoleonic, since right. Waterloo, and they're just, all yeah, they're de- and they're desperate to yeah. fight. They want to get back because they want to get back on the active roles. They want to get money and power, and uh, they're all old. And so when so when they're when uh, they're they're first playing in the war in the strategic headquarters, he's like, "Oh, our enemy!" And he pulls out a map, and it's France. And he's like, "No, no, no, that's not who we're fighting." No, my like, lord, the French are our allies. He goes, "Are you sure?" <laughs> he's like, a terrific movie. Trevor Howard, <laughs> the best Lord Cardigan ever. A great, so good. And there's a scene where you know he's having an affair with like like one yeah. of the officers' wives. At sometimes when trying out a new saddle, you must give it a good whack. Anyway, he's so good. It's such a it's such a terrific way. It's yeah, like it's, his, total, it's his quartermaster's wife. Bummer, but it's, it's his, uh, yeah, he fucks around with Duberly. his quartermaster's wife. Uh, yeah, Duberly. That's Duberly. That's that's Fanny Duberly. Although I think they took some they took some uh, creative license, some liberties, if you will. Well, well, yeah. no, it's that actually some of that is true. Um, but um, she did. Fanny Duberly did go to war with her husband in Crimea. There, it gives a really great look at like how it was, how the regiments drafted the scum of the earth, how life was as an enlisted soldier, how life was as an officer, uh, and it's got some great cartoon and animation work during the movie to kind of sh- like the, to give you oh, the political terrific. background. Terrific. Like, well, there's it, a scene where where the the camp sets up and Cardigan comes along and says, "These lines aren't straight," and there's like you know. Like five hundred tents, and he makes everybody pick his tents. No, up they, and no, he says they're too close. He goes, they're oh, yeah. too close. Yes, so they have to move the tents. And then his commander comes by and goes, they're too far apart. Move them back. <laughs> so the guys are constantly <laughs> adjusting their tents. I, I will. I'll, I'll get in one of my reenactments. Our commander tried to pull that shit with us once, and we're like, no, fuck you, fuck my fuck tents you. up. Buddy. I'm doing I'm, this for fun. I'm not doing this. <laughs> there's, only, there's only six tents. We're not picking it up, and I'm, I'm done. I in fact, was was this movie my la- my recommended movie? I, it's time? my recommended movie. If it isn't yours, I don't think so. Terrific. I don't think I did. I should have recommended this one because it's a great one. It's a Christmas tradition for my dad. We we watch at Christmas now. We watch Cross of Iron every yes. Christmas, and oh. we watch Charge of the Light Brigade. <laughs> Cross of Iron, one of Sam Peckinpah's greatest. You know, Sam until Peckinpah until they run out of money at the end. If, if you like, Sam Peckinpah is very good for lots of, of scenes where people are getting machine gunned in slow motion. Terrific stuff. The Cross of Iron's great for the first half, and I think they ran out of money. Oh, I still liked it the second half. All right. And, uh, yeah, that one, and I like Waterloo with uh, Rod Steiger. Pretty oh, good that's one great, too. too. Yeah. That's a good one, too. It's AC Essential Watching. We're doing a – there is a quiz, right? We're doing a quiz. Okay. Again, I could do this all night. Right. So, so Dave, we might. I want this pitch. might be a five-hour episode. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. While, while we're in the while we're in the sweet spot, I've been thinking like in the because 
you know, we used to do it once every month or five weeks and it's getting longer and longer. I think we should do like if just any listener has uh, a, a history topic that they're passionate about, I think we should do drunk military history. Oh yeah. They, they kind oh, of just please. Can we they please just do, do that? Bl- like we'll points. do it like it's a second episode, second feature. Yeah, just video. like a supplemental thing. And so mm-hmm. if you're passionate about something, um, and I don't know how, how we'll do it because obviously they, you know, they, they write it out a little bit so that you can kind of stay on track, but I just want to get people drunk and talk about the, the, the battles they're passionate about or the wars they're passionate about. I think that would be, I think that would be great. Well, okay. So, so, so our, we have a, we have an email address, right? So advanced after combat at gmail.com. That's right. Maybe they can submit a battle or yep. a, a war they'd like to talk about. And you have to, sk- you have to pregame hard, right? You have to come in hot. Right. And just, and, 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 you know, whoever Dave or I are, are free, we can kind of walk you through it and you can just narrate. Oh, so they're going to like talk about the, well, it's, the problem is the drunk history is funny because they have actors, right? I, but I think roles. even, but I think oh, we even, got some good, we got some good actors in our group. And I tell you what, if you fuckers don't pick me for at least two of them, I swear <laughs> to God, I'm not speaking to either. So we'll, have, so we'll, we'll need guys to submit, right? So yeah. we'll have you submit. Because yeah. I can Battles. do a drunk so history. Like a, of That's the like Battle a, of Way, that would yes. be almost incomprehensible, right. and I think that, I think that would be fun. No, I right. think that'd be. I think I. I. I fact that there, there's your first episode right there. I think there you go. Yeah. Done. Okay, so let's get back to the quiz. <laughs> <Yeah>. Please, <laughs> can a, we get back? On it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Though I did, I, gentlemen, I, I, gentlemen, we, we uh, did we did log on for your uh, history on the table. Uh, video when you yeah, guys did you the did. cocktail ones. I will comment that uh, I think they had the highest attendance because you were on there and so. everyone <laughs> listening was from our guild. And that, I mean, that, that also goes to my, my Kickstarter. I mean, everything else. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jason has a Kickstarter. Yeah, so it's, it's so almost listen, done. Just, I'm just to be out. fair, if you made something shitty, I wouldn't have bought it. Just so. <laughs> it, listen, even Heather, Heather was excited about it. I, sh- I told my wife and she's like, oh, I'd play that. So yeah, there you have it's it. It's fun. If the cool kid from high school was going to play it, then you know you made something good. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Jack and I made good. He's finally – he's married to a cool kid. I'm married to a captain of the cheerleading squad. I know. There you go. I married a nerd. (laughs) And I've never been happier. (laughs) I took place on a plateau between two villages. One of them named Saxton. Two roads ran through the area. One of them – Named Old London Road. One army led by the Duke of Somerset deployed on the north side of a dale with its flanks protected by two marshes. The other army led by Edward IV appeared as the Somerset army finished deployment. When the fighting began, a combined 60,000 men comprised of men-at-arms Archers, infantry, and some horsemen clashed. When Somerset's army finally routed, 9,000 of his soldiers were casualties, while Edwards lost only 1,000. What battle am I? Uh, it sounds like War of the Roses. Yeah, not my thing. This, I feel like Braxton saw me. Then This was a question for me. I would have gotten this one correct. I, I only know of one um, battle of... War of the Roses, and in fact, Hollywood was playing it this week, and I popped in just because I saw my name on there, the Battle of Barnett. But I don't, I don't really, I don't really know. You might as well guess it because I have no idea. Yeah, I'll say Battle of Barnett because it's the only Battle of War of the Roses I know. But love it. This is uh, Town. 
Come oh, on, Braxton. You could have thrown me a bone. You knew <laughs> I was right. going to be on here, you fucker. He didn't know. He didn't know. Braxton doesn't know. Yeah, All right, I forgive you. Braxton, Braxton, I appreciate you. I feel seen. Man, that, that those Blood and Rose is such a fucking good game. I need to get that. I, I came it's in so and Braxton and Hollywood are playing it this week, and I'm like, oh, it looks kind of cool, actually. I should, you know. I'm going to go get, I'm gonna go so get a couple good. more beers. I need to okay. get a couple more beers real quick. That's why I got the wine. It's just in a big bottle. I can just keep pouring away. Yeah, I just brought the whiskey bottle in. I'm going to be fucked up. Yeah, we have a, we have a lot to do tomorrow, it's but I don't care. This while. is a special <laughs> evening for me, That's so right. I, am, I, I, I came prepared. <laughs> it's so good to have you back, Josh. I got to tell you, I missed you guys so very much, and to reach out and hear from all you again was like the best thing. And they're yeah. like, you know, this is it was foolish of me to try to, you know, I mean, if you need if you're having a tough time, guys. Your pals are. This is when you need to check out with your pal. And and you guys are my like my real pals. It's 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 odd. Right. Like some of these guys I've, I've never actually met face to face. But yeah, yeah, but that doesn't really matter. You no, know, it I, doesn't. I, I'm the same way. Like I I get to where I just kind of want to cocoon and just like pull back. Yeah, yeah. It was but a tough you, time, man. If you have one of our numbers, just reach out. Like, hey, I you know I I need to kind of back off for a little bit. Shoot me a text. Um, I'll check in, you know, every couple of weeks. I do that with a couple of the guys like, Hey, just, you know, I'm thinking about you. Um, you know, no pressure to come back, but just, you know, know that we're here for you. Yeah. I basically, um, bullied, I bullied Jack into coming back. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I kept texting him. I'm like, what is your problem? So, uh, so no. if that's, yeah. If, if, if your love language is, uh, kick the shit out of you, text yeah. Dave. <laughs> that's right. If your love language that's is right. acts of service, text if you, me. If you need I'll, stroking, yeah. if you need stroking, call, call Jason. Yeah, yeah. I'll cuddle you. I mean, I'm, yeah. I like a little bit of both. So, right. you know, yeah. either way. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to get in the car. I'm going to drive to Paul's house. I'll be there in a couple days mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna stop off at first yeah. yeah there's there's a couple guys you know you got to pull out and i get it i mean sometimes I, I, i've been there like i shit gets heavy and it's like fuck I, but we're here for you and, and we'll make it better it's it's better to get drunk and like forget about shit for four hours and then just kind of go back to it right then yeah. yeah i'm at the i'm at the you know who speaking of which uh you need to get Lieutenant Hoplite and Uncle John. I need uh, those those boys. Uh, those fuckers. Get back in. Get back in, boys. Get back in. Yeah, I predicted. I predicted Hoplite. Oh, guys. everybody. Well, okay. We, I mean, we made a yeah. coin for him. We all knew. He's like, oh, the roof. Like, okay, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see in ten years. Fornicating I, bastard. As the only uh, non-family member guest of Hoosier Con, I have to say that they're two good people. I spent, oh, no, I spent, she, she seems like a real nice gal too. Oh, I, I spent a, I spent a couple evenings at the uh, Lieutenant Hoplite household. Nice, and, uh, yeah. I, I, he doesn't know this, but I actually did vomit in his bushes. So there you go. <laughs> he, he, he probably knows. I don't know if he, he did. I got up kind of early, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get. I need some air. Oh boy, <laughs> here we go. Yeah. He's like, he's like, why does my dog keep hitting on this one bush? <laughs> I, and I did shoot. I did shoot my musket in his backyard, which I think he appreciated. Oh fuck so. yeah! Was fuck this yeah. on? A, was this at his new house where he has like the, all the space in the lake? No, this is his old. His oh, old his joint. new place is nice. Yeah. He's got a lot of room. I saw it. He yeah, put it on I saw the pictures. Yeah. Shit out. So, but right. that's what I do. Sometimes, listen, you have me over. Sometimes I vomit in your bushes. It's just the way it's <laughs> going to be. I, I'll, I won't make I a mess. Musket. I won't, yeah, I won't right. make a fuss. I'm just going to just you know discreetly sneak out and do it. Yeah. You know? So so now I've switched over to Newcastle and the prayers that Newcastle does not get Newcastle. relegated. 
does not get relegated this year. Oh. Hanging on. Dave, Dave, I'm not Catholic, but I just made the sign of the cross. We're, we're fourth. Yeah. We're just outside relegation. <laughs> Come on, baby. All right. A renowned part of my battle took place at a bridge spanning the Rhine River. Lieutenant Colonel John Frost, 2nd Battalion of the 1st Parachute Brigade, oh boy. Yeah, you know captured oh the boy. north side of the bridge. Oh, I'm getting Frost by the moment. It, it, uh, Can we just I skip? slow down? Yeah, for the listeners, let's no, no, I want to hear the story. Wait, wait, hold on, finish hold the story. Hold finish on. the fucking story. John Connery, John Connery's up in an attic. Frost's second battalion became isolated from the rest of the brigade and held out for four days without supply or reinforcement. Anthony Hopkins. In the end, Frost and what was left of his command was forced to surrender. What battle am I? You're not. You're not going to make it in audio books. I'm sorry. That's okay. No, yes, he will. Yes, he no. Will. You need at least eight different British accents to do audio books. Yes. I, I had three. I want for them to know here. that I was British. <laughs> uh, that is uh, that is the that is the bridge too far. The Battle of Arnhem Bridge, Operation Market Garden, <laughs> got it. October 1940. It's probably it. also required watching. Guys. Uh, yep. That may be my movie recommendation. That is a, <laughs> for this week? Are we doing yeah. that again? Oh, yeah. Oh, that is. Fuck, a, I forgot I, about that. You know, that. I'm with you. I, book, I will, book I will movie. say book that is movie. a terrific movie. It's got everybody cool from 1979 in it. It's, yeah, it's like they piled in. They had every single big actor. It's it's like The Longest Day. Put Robert every cool Redford. guy from 1962 in their movie, 1979. Michael, Michael yeah. Caine. Robert yes, Redford. Michael Caine. Yeah. Uh, 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 Ellie Gould. Ellie Gould. Fuck yeah. Edward Fox. Edward Fox oh, okay. is, is, is one of those guys. I, I promise you, if you Google Edward Fox, you're like, oh, that dude's been in like nine million movies. And you're like, he's like an English actor. He's the guy who did Brian Horrocks. Yeah. Anyway, just Google him and you'll find out. Yeah, Bridge Too Far. The best. Terrific movie. Yeah. Yeah. When you watch it, you'll be like, James Kahn, he's in this too? <laughs> the size of a teenager. Gene, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman oh, it's not James Kahn. Oh, he's the Polish. He's the, he's right. the Polish brigade commander. Probably Dave. the worst Polish accent I ever heard, but still good. C-Rack was. C-Rack, I know, I know, I know. Uh, Speaking Dave. of Duolingo. Okay, I, okay, hold on. Dave. Hold on, Jack. Let's get back on track. We're doing a quiz, Dave. right? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, yes. Dave, right, tell me what time it is. Oh, God, are we already at bonus? It's, it's, it's time to get ill. Uh, yeah, so there's bonus questions, Jack. I'm not afraid of your fucking bonus questions. Bring okay, them on. Let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> where in the fuck did they fight? Or where did they die? A little spin on this. I love it. I love oh, it. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Dark. Name the war, campaign, battle, or operation that each listed military persona is most known for commanding, commanding in, or was killed in action. I nice. Love it. I love it. Good, good tweak, Braxton. We need we need more death, true true crime, death, military That's history. Right. Yeah. I, I, pr- yeah. Braxton, I appreciate you you changing it up and making it interesting for the yeah. fuck yeah. So how about um, and this is an ancient situation, Alaric. What city did he sack? Rome, right? He sacked Rome. He did sack Rome. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. I have no idea. <laughs> how about? Uh, our, our our good friend the Marquis de Lafayette, which siege? You know Marquis de Lafayette. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it's oh, the, be, Revolutionary War was there? A yeah, it's, it's Yorktown. Go, it's go York, watch. It's, go watch. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got to be. It's got to it be Yorktown. Yorktown. Yeah. yeah. Did he actually do anything? Yeah, he was there. Oh yeah, I know well, he was there, it. but I mean, no, he commanded. Like, you know, oh, he no, commanded. He, he commanded the shit out of that scene. I like the guy, but I think he was just more of a like a cool guy to have on your staff. No, no, no. He commanded like a brigade or a division. I think. Oh God, God bless. He brought the guns. Thank you. Yeah, you say you. Created a nation. Thanks, Marquis. <laughs> right, right. He offered comfort. He offered comfort to General Washington. Ooh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Tell me more. Who's uh, a, a good roommate? Who's a ten on the roommate scale? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, don't know. Would he brush his teeth quietly <laughs> in a hotel room? I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, well, I don't think he would. Well, well, let's Not say like that's Jason a nine. Would. Let's I, say that's I, a nine. I don't, a I don't ten. know. Washington has, has was that, but I no. think I think Lincoln maybe right. He like, would have. He would have been. Like I think ten is full commitment. Nine is you, you're a very polite, nice roommate. Yeah. Ten, yeah. you're signing on for a whole different deal. <laughs> right. don't, don't judge us. Listen, you. we yeah we take our roommating seriously. Right. There, there are certain duties. That I'm making sure made. you guys understand the parameters. And here. speaking of which, we made sure not to duty when the other guy was in the room. That's exactly. Yeah. Right. Are you guys you go shy to poopers for that? Jason shouldn't be a shy pooper. He was in the army, man. He's he's shit and shitters Dude, where you're literally staring at the guy next to you. So I I was in AIT with Marines, and the shitter in the mess hall didn't have partitions. Oh yeah, yeah. There's just or a door, and the Marines were like, "Fuck you, I'm shitting." And I I, I was very you're like, like waiting. I'm, I'm not a shy pooper, but yeah, I don't like. Yeah. You're like waiting. You're like I'm a polite pooper. You're, pooper. Like, you're like I'll come back at two a.m. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can hold it. I can hold I'm gonna, it I'll, I'll set an alarm. I'll just go yeah. in the bush outside. I, I need. A, I need to be up. Yeah, I'm gonna go boot next to next to next to. Jess it, it was an adjustment, but at some point you're like, I gotta go. So I don't right. even care. Right. And then at, at some point, at I that guess point, you just have to do just, what you gotta do. The good news is you're just passing toilet paper. Whatever was going on here. Yeah, at some uh, point you just pass toilet paper. The next guy next to right. you like, hey, you know the toilet yeah. paper? He just hands you the toilet paper. Mm. How about the battle? Uh, how about how about the battle that George Thomas was in? George oh, yeah. Thomas. So, He's uh, in a lot of battle. I, he, yeah, I can only think of one. But, what's the big one? No, hold on. Is there? But there, what's well, Chickamauga's where he's Yeah, famous. it's got to be Chickamauga. Mm-hmm. It's right. Chickamauga. Rocket Chickamauga. Chicken. That's right. Chicken. He was a Virginia. Uh, call back to earlier, Jeb Stewart. What battle was he killed in? Brandy Station. Brandy Station. How about the Battle of Yellow Tavern? Is what oh, he says? Yellow Tavern. He oh. won Brandy Station. Oh, Brandy Station was uh, yeah, see, oh, I did. Was the Brandy? The Brandy brought me in. I hear you. I, I was thinking Brandy Station, but yeah, you're right. It's the Yellow yeah. Tavern. Brandy Station Brandy was, was Brandy Station was a large yeah. cavalry engagement. That I, was he? I don't know. Was he even there for? I think he was. I think he lost though. Was that? I, I think I it was know. a draw. Shelby Foote would say any Confederate loss was actually a draw, tactical draw. Yeah, good yeah. figure. Jeb, we need to bring that name back. Jeb, we need to bring back military uniforms with a lot of feathers in the, and in the buttons. Hat. Man, we need more buttons. Buttons yeah. and feathers. A lot of brass. Fuck. A lot of feathers. Love a button. How about uh, Anthony? Like, let's get colored cuffs. I like that. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I like that too. I like that mm. too. And lapels. Anthony McAuliffe. 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 Sure. Let's go with. Let's go All with right. that. We're gonna go with. Uh, let's let's give it a siege. 
That was called Bastoin. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, you can get good mules and frites in Bastoin. I've been there. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) I love a frite. Oh, I love a mule. So there you go. What is a mule? Mussels. Mussels and french fries are what the Belgians eat. They get like steamed mussels. And then French fries Ooh. with mud, and it's like that's what they serve together. And it's like like it's like carnival. Food is it like there. pub fair? It's like yeah. it's like you go to like a dude in a in a you, you in a, a, in a stall. It's you know no, you don't even go. Out. It's like outside, some guy in like a cart will sell you like a paper thing full of mussels and French fries. Yum! It's awesome. Yeah, mm. yeah, and uh, and and that that part of Belgium looks like northern Wisconsin, like lots of rolling hills and pine nice. trees and stuff. It's really so, nice. So, what do they season the mussels with? Like, they have sauce or something? I, they cook it in like a, like wine, Larry's. butter, garlic. <laughs> yeah, wine, butter, garlic, like a steam it. Oh, and, nice. Yeah, All it's right. good. It's, it's like good. a white wine. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very good. <laughs> I like flowers. We're old. We care about stuff like this. <laughs> we do. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, we should be careful. Which about kind stuff of wine like sauce do they use? Right. Is, is, is it a Pinot Grige? Like, no, I'm, I'm sure it's some kind of cheap white French wine. Yeah, you're just cooking. It's a cooking wine. So you guys got 12. Wow. That might be a record. And that was hard. Yeah, and that was hard. And you that was actually a hard one. Yeah. Well, when you love what you do, tells pretty good. Yeah. Do we, is there like a like a like a medal we should? Be um, you'll get a coin at a Seacon if, if you <laughs> yes, pay <right>. to go. <laughs> I have the plastic coin from last Donkey Kong that uh, Mitch made. Does that count? No, no, I didn't get that. Yes, you must have because it was the same year that you were there. He, I didn't get. He, 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 like, he had like a three D oh, printer and he made a bunch I, of stuff. I still yeah, have it. I, 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 I'll yeah. never throw that away. It's a special moment for me. So yeah. So Jason, you're going to are you going to Swolcon? Fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> I uh, so after a what, what are you year, playing? What are you playing? Uh, I'll 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 get there. Okay. Uh, after AACCon last year, I told I I got home, and we're in the middle of a pandemic, right? And it was still like we're mask, and it was this whole thing. But I got back and I said I need that more than once a year. So I'm going to go to. I'm going to go to Donkey Kong and I'm going to go to AC. And she said, she said, you mean Swokon? And she said, <laughs> she said, okay, honey, whatever you need. So I'm going. Um, I am playing GCACW um, the whole wow. the whole time. What, which one? What are you going to do? I don't know that we've settled on it. <laughs> we, we've all been kind of. Uh, how how just, many guys? I think five. Oh, I don't know what you guys would play with five. Five guys? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a lot. That's a four, lot. Four, maybe five. Cause we, so we were planning on four, but Duck just said he can join again. So I don't know. We'll find we something. Could, you guys could actually split up into two games. I think it's, it's, it's oh, harder. That, that, yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, because it's harder to do that because like guys are kind of waiting around while, you know. I mean, the, the campaigns, a lot of the campaigns aren't that big. Yeah. You could, but I'm looking forward to playing that system. Yeah, it's great. It's the best. Yeah. It's absolutely terrific. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so I I talked about this earlier, but you know, I came into 2021 with you know, I want to play American Civil War games over and over again all year and just life has gotten in the way. So I'm I'm looking forward to getting into that. Uh back to when I played Battle Hymn uh this month. Which which is good, and I like that system. But 
GCA ACW is really where it's at for me. So. You need to learn uh, Line of Battle. Line of Battle is one of my I, very, very favorite. It's, it's I good. do. It's not as good as GCACW. Yeah, and that's uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I like. Oh, oh. Guess who's moving to St. Louis? By the way, Adam Starkweather. Yeah. Good luck. I know. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm saying like it's becoming. I'm sorry. I don't want to say it's about me, but it's the I moved uh, out the here and suddenly, hotspot. suddenly I'm a magnet for wargaming action. Well, maybe the low taxes might have something to do with that. Too. <laughs> no, I think his, I think his, his, he's got a young wife. Good for him, and uh, his wife is from St. Louis originally. So, well, I mean, Missouri is pretty great. I do like it. I, I can see why. I mean, especially in an era where if you don't have to go anywhere to work, then you right. might as well go where the fuck you want to go. Yeah, and I don't know that he's going to St. Louis proper. He might be going to St. Louis County, which is going a little to bit Chesterfield. Nicer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're doing. I'm doing Empire in Arms. You're coming. So yep. I'm playing England. Yeah. See. Yeah. I'm and I'm like, out. I'm not really an England guy, but uh, basically, we bid on countries. So you could bid on countries, and so the idea was you you bid like I guess how many VPs you want to give up. And I was like, well, I really don't care if I win, but I don't want to play it like fucking Turkey or some shitty country I was say, yeah, or you don't Prussia Spain or, or Spain. Something. So I was like, so I just bid like. So the bids were like, I bid like thirty five. <laughs> and the next guy bid like 22. <laughs> like I just overbid. Cause I'm like, if you're going to play the problem is England, I don't know if it's as fun, but it, it'll be, it's an interesting game. You know, it's a probably big, more fun than playing like uh, Spain. Yeah. Empire. So Empire in Arms is basically like a big time strategic Avalon Hill, Napoleonics game. And there's, there's cool rules, but it is very complicated. And the layout of the rules is like terrible. So it's, it's like reading a tax form when you try to go through the rules. Um, so we'll see. I think as England, I'm going to have a lot of downtime because I have fleets basically and I have a very small army and I basically just give money to people to get them to do what I would like them to do and stuff like that. So the good news is I brought East Front 2. Battle for Stalingrad, and I'm bringing Trick Shot, the hockey game. Oh yes. So yes, Jack, yes, you'll yes. you'll definitely have a reserved night to play some Trick Shot. I do. I yeah. I mean, hockey with miniatures. Who wouldn't love that? That game looked pretty amazing. I won't. I won't lie. It is. It is a pretty much a home run for them. I think, especially since it looks like it was one of their first big projects. But it was awesome. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I, I wish I had I picked in on that one. That's yeah. Only other hockey game I've, I've ever I've played. I mean, I played like Stratomatic, and Strat- I, I like Stratomatic, but it's basically just like set your lines and just flip cards and see what happens. Right. But you know, it's it's still fun. I mean, this one's cool because you can pick the teams, and then the teams give you the different lines you can pick for your lines. So I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. My, only, my only regret was that I didn't get the unpainted guys, so I could have. I like I like the Maple Leafs. So that's one team I've always kind of liked, and I like the uh, Kings. So it would have been well, cool sure. to buy two teams and paint them up. But the Maple, why the Maple Leafs? I've always just liked them. My brothers, same hmm. way. It's like I'm not sure why of all the teams. Sometimes you just have an affinity for a team. You yeah. like a team. Oh, or... I, I totally dig that. But uh, like, I like the I like the Montreal Canadiens as far as like my Eastern side teams. But well, I used and... to like the Hartford Whalers too. Oh yeah, Hartford. Yeah, sure. the Whale. A whale. Yeah, so I was, yeah, I was always a Penguins guy, and it was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know why. And they were good. No, they were good. Back. I guess yeah, the the Leafs' problem is that they're always they never quite do it. 
they never no. quite make it. They, they, they were yeah, like this a, was like the Mario Lemieux days when, when I was rooting well, for Well, the Leafs were like, the, they were like the Cubs, the team that just, it's been like a million years since their last, you know, uh, World Series win. And but they I, were competitive. The Leafs were always competitive, but. Yeah, and then in the 80s and 90s, they were. Yeah. Yeah, see, I like the Kings too, because, you know, in my LA days, when I, when I first started going to hockey games, Kings games were eight bucks to get in at the forum. Right. And then they, and then they got Wayne Gretzky and then they, then it was 16 bucks a ticket. And then it was 18 bucks a ticket. And, but and I, now I, it's I, $85. I, now it's $9 million. Yeah. Day. But yeah, so Jason, if you're interested, I'll save you a slot for trick shot. <laughs> so I don't hockey. have anything planned other than GCACW during the day and the, the night I'm just leaving. Yeah, I'm not trying to plan anything either. So yeah, but but if you you want me to bring okay. a game like Polis or something like that, let me know. Bring Polis. I told okay. I told Backdoor bring Sekigahara. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I, I want to play some Civil War during the day. I want to have dinner, smoke a pipe, and then get fucking trashed. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and, and and play some some nonsense. So. Well, good because I can yeah. bring down anything you need. So. Yeah, trick shot sounds good though. And I'm probably bringing some games because when I unpacked my game room, I was like, why do I have these games? <laughs> so games. I'm going to bring down some games. Hopefully I can sell for pennies, but we'll see. Yeah. I've been uh, – there's a little local game store that has like – they have a bunch of used stuff. And I've, I've been buying the weirdest, dopiest games ever. Just like like old, like weird fantasy war games from Those the late the best, 70s. Though. I know. I I I just got a couple. I'll have a couple to discuss tonight. But uh, yeah, just like I'm not sure why I bought this, but it just something I remember walking past in a game store in 1986, 50 times, and never picking it up. Kind of like your Siege of Jerusalem. You know, it's like I I, I walked by I walked by that yeah. game a thousand times, and I, I, pick I, it I up just and you look always at it, had a like, crush on that game, and I just finally was like, my yeah, me too. And I never bought it. I never pulled the trigger on it ever. And it's sort of like, wow, this look, looks kind of cool. Like I'm not really an ancient. Guy, we can, we that, can play that, that one, one at AAC Con. Okay, I'm totally down for that. And, and like I said, I'm not really much of an ancient guy, but that one always sort of had an appeal, and it just looked really. Well, the map is neat. gorgeous. The map oh, of Jerusalem man, it's, is awesome. It's awesome, yeah. Oh, and yeah. so I wanted to touch on one more Missouri point for people interested in coming down. So I bought a truck, a pickup truck, and so I had to get it. Of course, you have to. It's part of the rules. Right, and because you need four-wheel drive. Basically, so in California, you can't. it's hard to find four-wheel drive pickup trucks. They're all two-wheel drive. In Missouri, there are no two-wheel drive pickup trucks. Like if you want to buy yeah. one, you right. basically have to leave the Fuck state. Out because here. They just won't sell. Like they, they can't sell them. So I was like, all right, so I bought it, and then I was going to have to – go down and with my title and pay my tax. So you pay taxes on the purchase when you go to DMV. So I went down to the Eldon DMV and there were the three ladies were there. So I walked up and I pulled my number and five minutes later, I just walked up and started doing the paperwork and she was typing up for me. And I realized I didn't have my property tax info. And I knew I had to have property tax info because I'd registered my other car. And basically for you to register a car in Missouri, you have to show proof from your county that you've, you're paid up on, on your vehicles and equipment and stuff. And so I'm like, Oh, she goes, well, you need to have it. I said, well, I think I have something on my phone. She goes, well, if you can show it to me on your phone, that's fine. I'm like, shit, I can't find it. So I was like, fuck. So she goes, look, just call what county. I'm like, I'm Camden County. She goes, 
let me just, she gets out a post note. She goes, let me just write this number down with the extension. You call them, have them fax it over, and then we'll get your registration done. I'm like, okay. So I was 42 in the, in the number thing. So I turned everybody, I guess I go, I guess I'm 48. Now I pulled the next number down. Everyone's laughing. I walk out, I called the number. The gal at the Camden County is like, oh, yeah, no, I'll send it to you right away. No problem, honey. Like, she's like, what's your name? And so she faxed it in like five minutes. I was out of there in 15 minutes with all my shit. If I'd done that in California, they would have been like, <laughs> come back in three months. Right. Make right. another Getting, appointment. Uh, like, what, what is the fax again? Yeah, so like the, the, the gal from – and the other funny thing is she's like, Dave Maupin. She goes, which one are you? I'm like, only in Missouri would there be more than one mom. Wow. Like, I was like, okay, they were three of us, I guess. So, but yeah. Wow. God so, yeah. bless. Any other Barnets I've ever run into in this state are usually of a, of a more of an African American persuasion. That's it. Oh, really? Or my family. Either, either you're black or you're my family. That's it. <laughs> I wish yeah. I had that. I, I run into Jason Young's all the time. Yeah, well, it's, uh, yeah, it's very. I'm in, I'm in, uh, Mormon 2.0 country. Oh, is that where it's from? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we go way back. Are you guys 2.0 in Arizona? I think you're a little further out than that. Um, Like Idaho is 2.0, right? No. Like it goes, I thought it goes Utah and then there's Idaho. Um, yeah, I guess maybe. Maybe we're a 3.0. Good, yeah, I think good there's point. more, there's more moments in Idaho, yeah. I think. So I'm from Idaho. <laughs> okay, so, there you go. Yeah. Because yep. like the southern part of Idaho, I think, has a bunch of Mormons. And the no- northern like part has a lot of... Uh, Is it Pocatello? Mm-hmm. That's the northern Idaho, right? Point, the northern part has a lot of militias, which is which is fun. And retired LAPD officers at Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> yeah. I knew a lot of people from LA that oh, moved Coeur d'Alene is beautiful. Um, I wouldn't want to live there. Really? Why? Because of uh, militias and uh, retired LAPD officers. Oh, come on. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> that just makes me want to move there all the more. I'll be Go, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's beautiful. But, yeah, it's... it's and after after uh, it's twenty very, it's, plus it's years small of town, going, small town of twenty plus years of going downtown Chicago and working and walking around and taking the train and doing all those Mrs. City. Young needs a target. Jay, Jason, uh, hey, honestly, there's one in Wakanda. There's one. In Wakanda. I, I would say if you have an issue with that, then you shouldn't live anywhere in Idaho because I have a friend who just retired to, to Boise and it's very conservative. Eagle, right? Eagle, yeah, it's very yeah. conservative. Oh, yeah. So we're in Phoenix still. Um, but yeah, I mean, Eagle is beautiful. Told me it's, my buddy told me it's the Santa Clarita of, uh, of Idaho. I, I think that checks out. <laughs> I think that checks out. It's, it's very pretty up there. And there are good people. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a good community. I, I have a lot of cousins in Boise. Um, I, I just, yeah, it's, it's, it's not for me. To live there, you right might now, not, you right might not, now. you might not like Wakanda. Just saying, that's yeah. Oh, yeah, you know what? I disagree. I bet you you would. I think you would be okay here. You would feel very safe. Here. I, I, there's not a lot of break-ins because uh, there's probably a good chance some. Jason's would... not concerned with his own personal safety. He's there... he'd rather live in some place that's politically comfortable that's super dangerous. There aren't most. There aren't a lot of breaks in, break-ins in most places. There's a lot of, there's not, there, well, yeah, never mind. 
I, I will say I will share my, my last week of working in downtown Chicago. I narrowly avoided stepping in a big pile of, of human poo on uh, the busiest street in downtown <laughs> Chicago. And I'm looking yeah. down there going, okay, uh, this yeah. is, yeah, I, I got, got I, 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 I think I'm, I think I'm done. I think I'm this, yeah. some dude huh? just clearly but, dropped but his pants, took a shit. On a sidewalk is different than someone breaking into your residence. It's a slippery yeah. slope. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think, I think if, if America is tolerant of a dude dropping his pants and taking a shit on State Street Broken in windows. Chicago, Broken windows. the next thing is, yeah. I'd, All right, Giuliani. Well, no, no. In, well, California crime is up, like, seriously, heavily. So we'll see. And, in, uh, Il- and, and, and you know, to Grace's point, in Illinois, it's, it's up quite a bit so i it's I, up I insanely it. a bit yeah I it's it, uh it's it, well, well it, I, I don't whatever I, I i don't live i don't live yeah, Jason, anywhere let's, near. let's not make this podcast political jason that's a, no, let's, no, let's no, please I love everybody i'm, I'm I want drunk i want to have safe. fun with my friends i'm not that's right. so so let's let's no well okay let's, let's just walk it back <laughs> Somebody so, mentioned malicious. <laughs> Somebody started talking about malicious. No, we don't have That's malicious. not political. Mal- malicious or not political? How dare you? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> that's that's clearly a joke. I don't know. I, what, what so, do is, we have the people Dave, I live around here are Jack. more concerned with uh, nope. fishing? And then you've got uh, Jack. See, you've got Jack going. Jack, he's actually trying. Jack's Jack. talking about fishing. Jack, tell me about Kung Fu Twenty One Hundred. Oh boy, can we talk about tw- tell Kung me Fu about Twenty One Hundred? Tell okay. me about it. Oh god, thank you for bringing it back around, Jason. And listen, I don't want you to feel like, you know I love Jack, you. Listen, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I know. And I'm very drunk. So I yeah. need you to break it down for me. <laughs> okay, please. I I have been waiting. Jason, are you for this handing moment. over the reins at this point? <laughs> no, I, I'm I, I'm keeping the reins firmly in my in my left hand, but I am very drunk. So I need you to kind of sure. Okay. Good. When you explain Listen, it, make it make it as a uh, as a as a as a you know fellow... if it's Monday morning and you're oh, going to work and it's <laughs> you know you this haven't made your coffee yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You you, you want to break it down so that I sure. can understand. And As, Jason, listen. when you say Monday morning going to work, you mean like walking down and sitting at your desk in your house, <laughs> right? Yeah, in your underpants. I woke up, yeah, and I I wonder maybe why I'm not probably retired not. <laughs> in Missouri at this point because Dave's life is so beautiful, and I'm just yeah. yeah I don't know. Still I, I, uh, we're all drowning in construction. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hey, Jason, can, you know we're all going there. We're all. Gonna I'm, I'm, I'm going to make. I'm going to make a quick confession. I've started eating Vegemite every day. Ooh. Listen, I kind of like oh. Vegemite. I don't. It's mind. really good. That's it's, that's it's some left wing shit right there. It's addictive. Now, left wing shit. That's like uh, if you that's get like a, a minute work. Australians are socialists. If you get a piece of bread and put a bunch of butter on it, and then put some Vegemite on, man, it's got a cheesy, spicy taste. I love it. Like oat nut bread, toasted. Butter, Dave, Dave, you need to start smoking a pipe so that we can kind of get on the same game plan oh, for, yeah. <laughs> for, for taste sensations here. No, it's so good, dude. You're speaking Vegemite's my language. Vegemite's so good. Dave, are you going to be traveling in a fried out z- a combi and a on combi? the hippie trail, yeah. head full of zombie? Wearing, <laughs> wait, Will you wearing, meet a strange lady? Adidas There's lyrics. There's songs of lyrics. Adidas. How dare you guys? Generalizing all Australians to minute work. I know. <laughs> You're driving a, 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 a Nissan? Nissan, that's right. 
by the way, Australian boys, we love you. We love you. Anthony. Yeah. 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 All right. So, yeah, right. so Jack's going to do Kung Fu. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Let oh, me get back to that. Kung Fu 2011. Um, young Ralph and I played Kung Fu 2100. And, and if any of you guys are unaware of what that is, it's a game that came out of probably about 81, 82. Steve Jackson game is, came in a tiny little box. What an ego it's man, fucking yeah. crazy that that was 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Is it 20 years ago? Yeah. 81? Yes. Who, do, who, names a, who names a gaming company after themselves? You got to have a, who kind of ego you got to yeah. have to do that? Monster ego. <laughs> Jason Young Construction. <laughs> <laughs> that's a name. That's a name you can trust right there. That's why it's not, that's why the name's on the brand. Uh, anyway, uh, Kung Fu 2100. It's, you are a, you you can you control five or six sort of super kung fu guys from the future, and you're sort of uh, uh, attacking a base of the clone master. And it's actually a very clever game because it's it's you know there's no sh- there's some shooting, but the kung fu guys use kung fu because that's is, the name. Is of the there game. something that everyone is doing in this game? Well, one person's the clone master, and he, and he controls like all the minions of the base that you're supposed to. So, the, so the, the, the it's kung, kung fu, fu guys versus the clone master. Yeah, the kung, the futuristic kung fu guys versus the clone master in his base, and the base is he's got like computer banks and. Is the base the same map every time? Yeah. Okay. It's the same map every time, but you can sort of rearrange. Like you need to, you need to kill like a certain number of computer banks or destroy the clone tanks. And, and those are, 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 the, being... are the clones are the clone master guys hidden at some point or is yeah, it basically, like you, just... you don't know what you're going to run into. Okay. Right? You, it, it's sort of like you fight a bunch of weaker guys, but there's a million weaker guys and some guys are stronger and some guys are weaker. I just didn't know if there was any fog of war, if it was, you see where all the, the clones are. I can't no, believe you, I'm asking you, these you types of questions where, you... about a clone master game. Or if everyone <laughs> is just, <laughs> Is it is fighting. it a uh, chit pull or I go you? Go? <laughs> it's I go you go, but but it's you kind of you. So the clone master sets all this stuff up and kind of flips everything upside down, so you don't know okay. where everything is. So like Viet Cong, I'm I'm yeah. slow playing it because I've read the rules of this game. Okay, well they, they but it, but it's it. fun because it, oh it's like kung fu everybody yeah know, right there's it's, there's there's a lot of jokes it's 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 stupid fun Ralph and I had a had a blast playing it. And I think I was the clone master too. And it, yeah, it, it, and and the the way the combat works is you you know your 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 kung fu guy can have like five attacks, and you can have like a fist fist like lightning fist thunder kick. Are all the then, kung fu guys the same, or they're different kung fu guys? They're different guys, but they can have different like they may have different like like maybe a- attacks two, or whatever. Yeah, different attacks. And what you do is you can kind of you set your attacks in order of like okay, I want a fist and then a kick and a this. Now, usually the, the kung fu guys have like five attacks, and then like the weaker guys have less. So it's so and why, why would you change the order? Is there some kind of technique to use? Well, this because, yeah, because sometimes like the kit, you can counter. You can like a, a, a fist. Maybe you can do like a dodge or something that'll like, you know, uh, the dodge will defeat the this or this will defeat the that. But you, but it's all the you have your old chits and you put them in and you draw them over. So it's like okay, well I have a thunder fist. What do you have? Okay, well I have a thunder kick. So then you roll a dice and see what happens. Okay, you take a damage. You take a this. 
and uh, it's 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 you know it's very Steve Jacksony, and it's uh, and it's it's a, it's a lot of it's it's fun. It was it's a lot of fun. So it, it, and then you go in, you try to like go through the base and take out the clone tanks and the computer. And the computer banks are in, like in a room, so it's like big giant com- like old real real computers from you know nineteen eighty two, but right. No, is the clone master like the big boss at the end? That you have yeah, to he's fight? the big. He's the big boss. Yeah, you got to take him out. You got to take out like the, the the kung fu guys have to sneak in, take out like a certain amount of computers and clone tanks, and then the the, the clone master and the uh, and and the other guys just sort of have to survive it by a certain period. You know, if you can kill the try to kill the the uh, in the kung fu guys, so. But uh, yeah, it was it was it's I, definitely worth looking into. See now, here I am trying to you know. I'm not, Is it a, like I mean, do they still sell Steve Jackson games? Still sells the game? I don't think so. So this uh, is the finest tradition of us reviewing games for oh, you guys. Actually, that you actually can't no, no, buy? no. Yeah. They, they just they just re, they re-released all the mini Steve Jackson oh, mini games. Go. So they are available. Like all the like like. Uh, like another game that Ralph, Ralph and I, we kind of went through a couple of the Steve Jackson games. We did uh, Raid on Iran. That's awesome. The, the Embassy. Yep. Yeah, which is also another great fun game where you have like kind of a. <laughs> um, yeah, you you uh, as the Iranian player, you have like a fifty hostages, and you can hide them throughout places in the base. And then the Americans come in with like helicopters. Yeah, I saw you guys playing that one. That one was cool. Yeah, no, that's it's. It's a it's a it's another good game too. Yeah, it, uh, the problem is when Ralph and I played, I was the Americans, and I think I threw a bunch of grenades and or did a bunch of mortar attacks, which uh, like oh, a lot of the Iranian players are are sort of stuck in place until they're uh, activated, and you can be activated by either having somebody fight next to you or noise or something else. And I, I did think that was kind of a weird. I mean, I'm not going to try to like argue about whether the raid on the embassy of in Tehran is like realistic or not. But it, it was weird that like, okay, if you landed, you landed a mortar round near where they were sleeping that woke them up. But like, wouldn't the gunfire wake them up? Like, I mean, you're in an embassy complex and you're shooting everyone. Yeah. Well, I, I think when you're trying to make a game that simplifies the, right. you know, a but complex I just, I just commando was, operation. I, I, I slept through a lot of mortar. <laughs> Attacks. Oh my gosh! Is that seriously your hiccup right now? Fuck you! Oh my god! <laughs> yes, I'm glad you're pushing through the the. You know, you're feeling crummy earlier. Now you're kind of in the flow. Yeah. Um, I, okay. I, can Jason? Can you drink a beer upside down and that'll get rid of your hiccups? <laughs> oh yeah, that's guaranteed. That do it. It's science. <laughs> it's just pure science. Oh fuck! Yeah, that Let could not be a real a, hiccup. I'm gonna go get a. I'm gonna go get a high life. Yeah, right. that's yeah. There you go. That's the best thing you could do, really. That's what that's what your doctor would recommend. I think I'm gonna go to the bathroom. We could just do a break. All right, I go to the bathroom. Break All time. Right. All right, break. And it was at one fifty two thirty one. You back? I'm here. There's all break. Jason, another little edit, editing and <laughs> post to do. Yeah. We'll fix it. We'll fix it.
but yeah, um, yeah, right on and ran. And a lot of those little mini games are a lot of fun. And the, and and you know, in a I'm in a space where I don't have a lot of room. Like most of my, like the majority of my games are in storage. So I'm just trying to not pick up as much stuff to clutter my house. Although I picked up a lot of stuff, so my house is cluttered with games. But nothing new there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also yeah. got. Uh, we also played Awful Green Things from Outer Space. Another fine. That one's classic. Game. Classic. Hey, classic. What about that? And what about the creature that ate Shaborgan? That one I didn't get. It's good. That one I never played that one. It's fun. I got that, and uh, I but also awful, pe- awful Green Things is Awful Green so Things classic. is fun. Yeah, Ralph and I played that. Uh, Ralph's always good. He's a good. He's good. Uh, he's game for all those. Uh, like, like you know. Yeah, his small, I guess. his interests are weird. Like he goes from ancients up to like gunpowder, and then it's modern up to bizarre sci-fi and fantasy. He skips like all the way from gunpowder yeah. to like world, Vietnam, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh my but, lord. But that, but that, but it's fun. Are you deliberately pressing the push to talk button every time you pick up? I'm not. I hope no, you are. I'm not. You just keep it hurts. going. It hurts so, so, bad. so, Jason, what's your technique for getting rid of the hiccups? Don't you drink? Can't you drink the bottle of water upside down or the the cup upside down? Well, what does that mean? You take and you drink. You 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 drink from the bottom part. That of sounds the cup like instead a, of the top like part. a frat trick. No, it's not. It works. Oh, no, it's, it's pure science. One hundred percent science. <laughs> It's a, Science. You, Moderna says that's that's how you get rid of the hiccups. You just what does Pfizer say? You hold your breath for seven minutes, okay. and the hiccups no. will stop. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. You may be checked into a hospital and may be dead, but seven minutes. That's yeah. Jesus Ups, Christ! Upside down. No, the, you. What does that mean? You, oh, you, fuck you, me, you, Jesus Christ! You, lean just, on, you guys, you guys, talk you about bend over. Stall. You, you no, you get a glass of water, you bend over, take the cup. So your say your face is facing the ground. And so you're drinking, looking at your dick. Instead of drinking from the close end of the cup like oh, you would normally fuck. do, you take the far end, put it, and start <laughs> drinking water that way. That's ah! oh my lord! Or just stop pressing your push to talk button. I'll just, just I'll just go to sleep. No, 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 no. I'll no. see you guys tomorrow. Fight it. Oh, through no. it. Fight through it. <laughs> Fight through it, baby. Fight through it. I'm here. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to fix this. <laughs> we would scare you, but we're not there. So Yeah, I, 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 I was gonna say that's the other scientific proven method of removing hiccups. Yeah. Sh- okay, show well, me a, I, I also... show me a doll. <laughs> All right. Okay, so for the Kung Fu game, Jack, what do you give yeah. it? One to ten. I give it a seven. I think it's a it's it, for a little ch- crummy little game. It was uh, brilliant and then stupid fun. It's 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 it'd be a perfect game for late night con drinky game. And does fact, it, all, does all it have a min- CRT or you just kind of rolling against like whatever your guys? No, it does have like a CRT definitely. And then and like when you and when I think I, I don't have the game in front of me. I, just, I that's the one I didn't put in front of me. Uh, yeah, you can like when you take wounds, you like remove one of your abilities. So if if your guy has like five or six attacks, you remove one of them, you know. And one of those attacks may be like you can dodge or you can become invisible or something like that. So, okay. So yeah. so as the kung fu guys take damage, they lose their powers. Right. In fact, as everybody takes damage, like like 
if you're fighting like the servant, like there's a servant in there, he has like one thing. So if you, it doesn't take a lot to take the servant out or like the guy with, there's like a security guard he may have like a gun and then like one other thing and that's it. So yeah, once, once he's, they're easy to take out, but the Kung Fu, the Kung Fu guys and like some of the heavier clone guys, they may have like five or, you know, four or five. So things. how do you, how do you document that you lose? You just line it out or you just like, yeah, lose you just a card? take it out. Yeah. You just take the chip away. Cause you, okay. cause, cause the little, uh, the little attacks are in like chits. Okay. So you have like, like little counters that basically say what they're Yeah, I, I wish I, I wish I had it in front of me. I just, uh, of course, the one thing I didn't yeah. bring down, but it's, yeah, it's like you have like a kick or a punch or a dodge. And there's another one too, Ralph. Ralph, send me your mental thoughts. But yeah, it, but of, of, there's like a, of options of things that you can do during your, your like sequence of attacks, basically. It's, it's, you know, for a dumb little game that I totally forgot about until I saw it at the game store, it was like, oh, this is that's actually kind of fun. It's kind yeah, of it's a cool. fun little game, yeah. And, and, they, and, they and beers, are, beers are pretty high. Yeah, the beers are super high. Uh, complexity is, you know, low. And it's, yeah, it's a, it's like, if you're looking for like a serious gaming experience, no, but if you're looking to have fun with some friends and fart around with a, you know, it's a Kung Fu 2100. How much, and, and, and how, how many, much, kung, how many Kung Fu guys do you have? I think you could have like, like three or four. It depends. Okay. On, I think it depends on like, yeah. Yeah. If I, there, there's a, there's like five or six to choose from and you get like a handful, like a couple of them. So it's similar to Ogre though, where you have a couple big fighters against a bunch of little guys. Yeah. Right. Yes. It, yes. Basically, essentially. It, yes. Very, very similar in concept and awful green things on our space is like you have a crew of guys that can do stuff. They're, and and they're you, trying to find weapons, right? Yeah, you're, you're going around trying to find weapons, and you're not sure what the weapons do. So the weapons could either like hurt the green things, or they could actually make the green things grow. And you don't find out until they actually use it. Exactly. So, and the green things every turn they can either like split and divide and or attack or move. And now, is there strategy, or is it just kind of random? I think there's some strategy, but it's you know, it kind of it's a little it's a little bit of both. You know, does it, a, does everybody play the crew or does someone play the green things? Yeah, one person plays the green things, one okay. plays, person plays the crew, and then you know, so either you fight the green things for for a point, and then at some point you can decide you can, you want to evacuate the ship, and at the end of the game you you can see like, well, if I evacuate enough guys, then you know, it, it all comes down like. It always comes down to something really close, like who wins, who loses. Although the green things ultimately usually end up pushing the crew away, and the crew evacuates the ship, and then you know. But if you can, if you can pull away with enough guys, and you win. But Are there any other small games like this you wanted to review, or? Um, no, but okay. I do. Ha- I do have a kind of a big game to review. Which what's that game? Uh, it's, uh, it, it is, it is the, well, I don't know if it's a big game, but it's, um, MMP's NBS system. Okay. So let's, why don't we talk about books and movies and then we'll do that. Okay. Sure. Sure. I, well, actually, no, I, I will do one more small okay. game just cause I just bought it. I've got yeah. nothing to review cause I moved this whole month. So oh, I've been playing anything. I, I'm getting shipments from GMT. I'm like, I'm not even opening that box yet. Because I'm not ready to unpack uh, stuff. I, I'm excited about the Vietnam game that Ralph and Mitch are doing. I, I, I'm, I'm super excited about it. I even got my Uncle Randy to buy that game. So Uncle Randy's buying it too. Well, I did think it was funny that, like, you know, Mitch basically posted a whole article talking about all the differences and what they were going to do. And then we, we guys in the guild, like, 
so should I buy this? I'm like, I don't know. He just fucking linked to a whole yeah. article. Why There's don't you fucking thing. like now we have to explain to you? <laughs> the answer here's, is yes. Here's what it comes not. down to. A couple of your buddies put their heart and soul into re redoing or at least republishing a classic by the fucking into game. the best Vietnam game. Yeah, yeah right. So should so, you buy it? Yeah. Probably. Right, it, right. It's, it's you, current, should it's, you buy it? Yes. So you Vietnam, buy it. Vietnam 65 to 75 is currently the best game out there for Vietnam. It is going to be. It's Jason or Justin is doing a complete graphics rehaul on the yes. map. They're doing a graphics rehaul on the counters. Um, they're not going to change the rules, um, but they are going to clarify the issues. And the nice thing is, guys like uh, I think it's Mark Edwards. Mark, Mark Evans, a bunch of guys have put together a really comprehensive FAQ and like common questions uh, that have come up. So they're going to try to clarify some of those like like gap areas and that's it. And so maybe later on, if, if people want to do alternate orders of battle for the U.S. or blah, 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 maybe that's something they can do later. But right now you're going to be getting Vietnam 65 to 75 with new graphics, some rules clarifications, and that's it. Well, it's no, that's not it. And Ralph and Mitch and Justin had something to do with it, so fucking buy the fucking No, no, my, my point is, right. yeah, they're yeah. doing it. But I'm, I'm not just talking to our guys. I'm just saying in general. Oh, like, listen, I'm talking to everybody. Our guys <laughs> did it by the damn game. I think it's already hit the. Uh, it's already hit its mark oh, for, for P500. Sure. Oh, for so sure. for sure, for sure, absolutely, yeah. But and I'm currently playing that with a Hollywood. So he's been super busy with speaking Hollywood of, stuff. Speaking of Hollywood, um. This just a little sidetrack. Uh, Hollywood, the the aliens thing we did with Hollywood was a one top notch. I know, crazy. Was that was that? Uh, and, and it's kind of weird because you are given a character, and your character is this is we're talking RPGs now. I know it's not war games. Yeah. But, so he ran an aliens RPG for us. Yeah. For, he's run a couple a bunch of them, I think. Yeah. And and you are given a character. You don't get to roll a character, and your character is given a a like a motivations and and objectives and and he gave me like the sleaziest guy ever you're the corporate guy i know and it's like so not the character i normally play when i play you know i I, it's hard to be i don't like being the scummy guy (laughs) you got you got what you got you get you what get, you get, you get, and you try to make the mess of it. And it was, it was a ton of fun. It was a lot uh, of fun. I was the captain. Yeah, you were like a pretty true blue dude, and I was like, I had a, like a major league, like bad mojo going on, and like there yeah. were times where I thought I would just self destruct the ship. I did self destruct ship actually. I did. I, I did the other ship. I don't know. I'm sure I told you that. No, already, you did. But. No, I know you did. I know you were the traitor. I knew it was you all along, Fredo. <laughs> I know. And it's, it's so not, it, it was fun because it's like, this is not the guy I want to be. I don't want to be the bad guy. I don't want to, but yeah, you have to be the bad guy. You did a good job with it. All right. Yeah. So let's do books. Okay. Jason, do you have a book you want to recommend? Oh, do I? Jesus. Uh, let's do Jack first. <laughs> we'll give you time to collect yourself. Jason, by the way, I admire the booziness. I, I'm uh, fucking drunk. Not only do so I admire drunk. the booziness, I no, love the booziness. Because the, the thing I love about Jason, and I don't have this quality because I'm Irish, so Jason will be like, I'm drunk. An Irish person is like, I'm not drunk. Like, <laughs> I'm like, why? My wife is always like, no, you're clearly drunk. I'm like, nope, I'm fine. 
I can yeah. go to drive a bus. I'm going to go drive a bus. I'll bring it to you. Yeah. Do I need to operate, he- like, operate do, heavy machinery? I, I, I'm, no. uh, I'm, I could do it. No, I'm, as, some, I'm as, some, as somebody from Irish descent, I don't have that kind of self-awareness. I'm always like, nope, I'm fine. In fact, I'm going to get another whiskey. I'll be good. I'll show you. No. So I'm fucked up and I'll get more whiskey. So okay. come back to me because okay. I'm, I'm still – actually, you know what? I'm going to go because I think my hic- hiccups are okay right now. So I'm going to go while I can. Okay. Okay. Can I say one thing, Jason? In your uh, okay. just sing your high praises. Not only are you a number ten roommate, by the way, number ten. You no, two. no, we said you number two. nine. We said number ten is special. We're, we're treatment. both number nines. Number nine. Okay, special. we're number nines. Okay. Number ten is, is Not only extra. Are you a number nine roommate. Uh, I admire that you clearly weren't feeling good, and I was thinking, okay, great. Well, I'm ready to party, and these guys are tired, and you know they have their flu shots and all that. No, I, you pushed through, and not only did you push through, you pushed past into Hiccup Town. I, I did. And I, and, I, <laughs> yeah. and I appreciate that. This is a special night for me, and I, I appreciate you going the extra mile on my back. Because imagine you know, if I Jason text- had decided he didn't want to do it anymore, that would be so sad. I, if I texted quit early. Aaron earlier no, no, no. and said, I pushed through Poop Town, and I'm into Hiccup Town. <laughs> Game on. Anyway, I, I just wanted to express my gratitude yeah. that you've, you've come to this point and now you're in, into a whole other level. Please tell me about your book. I see. Uh, my book is Phase Line Green. Phase Line Green. Uh, so this is, uh, going back to earlier, this is a, a, a way Vietnam book. And it's, it's a memoir. It's written... Um, <laughs> I know. Fuck, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've I haven't been this struck on the podcast. No, you got the title out. Who's the author? That's a great question. Well, face line green. If guys right. Google listen, it, you, find it. listen, everybody can fucking Google it. Yeah. Right. That's right. No one's judging it. Face line green. It's a, it's not a library. Yeah. We're not a public yeah. library. Yeah. What what are we? What are we? Keep going, Jason. You're doing great. We're gonna use the Jason Decimal system. <laughs> listen, listen, listeners. Line I, Green. I forgot, Google, I Google forgot the book. that this was a new thing in, in the podcast. No, no. Look, so if you author, want to know the author, fuck you. And the, the author <laughs> is Nicholas War, and I think he was a a lieutenant, and they were in kind of that first phase of of Vietnam, or Jesus Christ, of the Battle of Way. So he's telling the the story kind of between um, when they were below the Perfume River and they're just moving north into. Oh, so the, he's in the Marines. He's in the he's, Marines. He's a Marine, to fight up. and they're they're um, they're moving north uh, across the river into the Citadel, and it's that that first. Two weeks of this of the siege or the battle or however we want to phrase it, and it's it's this Marine Corps lieutenant memoir, and 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 you know we look back at um, Vietnam and there's a lot of memoirs from Vietnam because a lot of guys came back and a lot of guys survived, and there's a lot of great memoirs that came out of this and and this for me and there's a lot that I go back to um, and, and we have gotten to all of them, but like, you know, chicken hawk. Um, oh fuck. What the, there's a phantom one that I really like, um, but face line green for me for the battle of way, because we talked about way earlier, this for me, for, for the battle of way 
is, is the memoir that I go back to. I've read this book twice. I'll buy it every time I see it. If I see it, I'll just buy it. And then I'll just give that book away. Right. Um, it's, it's a great book. He, he talks about kind of both sides of the battle, the, the, um, you know, you, you, you see the guys bandaged up and they're, you know, they have the, the, it's, you know, the bandages on their heads as they're, as they're trying to kind of recoup from their injuries and then the kind of higher echelon bullshit of, Hey, we've retaken this, this territory, but we can't fly our flags yet because, you know, the, uh, the state department is telling us we can't fly the U S flag here yet. We have to fly the U S the, the, the Arvin flag. And it, it's that kind of balance of seeing this commander in the field with they're trying to take kind of block by block as they go through the, the city with the kind of grunt level side that it, it, it's such a good memoir. It's like house by house fighting. Exactly. I, uh, and, I, got, covers, I may have to. I may have to get my hands on that. One. I did have a question it's, about it's the great. Perfume River. Do we think the Perfume River really smells like perfume? I don't. Think I was so. going to say, what do you think the Perfume <laughs> River really great, smells? Like? It's such an so. ironic name. I think it probably there, it smells, I think it like, smells like, like like. It smells funky, like something. That's funky right. rice and and seaweed. Lots of duties. Lots of doo doo. Yep. So he does such a good job of. It's an ironic name. Maybe it's an ironic. Maybe. I love the name. It's a. It's an ancient. Kind of a uh, hoity-toity name. Well, I mean, Hui is like the ancient capital of, right. of, so of it's, it's, old Indochina, right? Right. And so he, he kind of walks you through, like, we can't bombard here because the State Department is saying... It's a major cultural area. We, it's, it's, a cultural, right. it's a cultural landmark. We can't bombard this area. But he's also showing you at the same time, my guys are being fucked up by these uh, recoilless rifle rounds. And he goes like he's he's showing you there's guys that that have been fucked up by these rounds, but we can't do anything. We want to fight, but we can't fight. And then we get to fight for a little bit. And, you know, the uh the Associated Press is here. And meanwhile, so the Arvin are probably like, fuck, the Arvin are like dropping fucking artillery on this shit. They're right, fucking just blowing right. shit up. <laughs> but, but their, but their, their artillery isn't as good as the U.S. artillery, right? So it, it, and it, it, he, so the name of the, the book is Phaseline Green, which was a, a line on the map, you know, for, for the strategic point. But it also, from the reader's perspective, it really shows you like, there's all these lines that they were that they were crossing and, and and towing from the from the the um, command perspective, from the you know frontline troops perspective, from the U.S. perspective, and it's it's a great read. I highly recommend it for everybody. Nice. Face green, Nicholas War with two R's. I may have to I may have to get my hands on that it's, one. It's it's a it's a good read. Yeah. All right, Jack. What's your what's your book? Well, I mean, I, if you don't reading, have one, don't don't worry about well, it. Well, I, I kind of do, but it's not. I mean, it's probably a book that's like like old, and everybody's already gone through it already. But uh, I like uh, I like uh, Crisp's um, 
brazen chariots. I think it's a terrific. I'm enjoying. I'm I'm in the middle of that right now, and uh, I'm 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 really enjoying it. That's like World War Two, North Africa. Yeah, it's he's like he was like a South African tank commander in World War Two, and it's nice. You know, it's just. I got it after getting Brazen Chariots the game, and uh, uh, I've always been sort of a North Africa guy, and I always like you know stories of the tank battle because it's. To Jack, when you move out here, we'll play Dak too. Oh, dude, yes, please. I've got yes, it. We'll set yes, it up. Yes, yes, we will. We're going to do that and Brazen Chariots, the BCS version. Oh no, that, I got that one too. Yeah, now, I, I, the only BCS I own is the North Africa stuff. Like, I, I like I, that. I do like BCS a lot. I really, I, I'm really getting into it, and I'm, I'm kind of, you know, still learning the system. But um, I, I, I'm having trouble picking up the Budapest one just because I'm, I, I'm not a late war guy. To me, yeah, I only really was interested in like I don't need like more like uh, Battle of the Bulge shit or any stuff like that or Western. I, I'm the same way. So when North Africa came, I was like Brazen Chariots. Yeah, that's the one I would try to. I want to try out the BCS system. That's why I grabbed it. Well, I feel like this. I mean, it, it's. I feel like the sides are evenish. You know what I mean? It feels right. like a, like a, as a game. It feels like and either side has a good chance of winning. Well, it's why, it's why Tunisia OCS is, is such a good module for OCS. Uh, oh, Tunisia because, is awesome, yes. And it's, yeah. and it's a battle I never thought, like, oh, this is who – the, who the fuck wants to play this? You know, like, you know, I do have the the Kasserine Pass one, and I do have the, the uh, Bulge one, too, just because cause that's what I do. But, um, yeah, I have to say that, but that one is uh, – like, I feel like that might be the perfect, like, BCS scenario for me. Brazen anyway, Chariots, yeah. Yeah, Brazen Chariots. Anyway, the book is great. and uh, and But I haven't been doing a whole lot of reading of books lately. I've been mostly just like picking up like game modules and just reading stuff and reading books and not books, but like rules. You know, like probably most of us do. We probably have a stack of rules on our nightstand, three or four high that we're going through or, you know. So I've, I've got two books. Um, one is the book I, I recommend. The one is one I'll recommend Jason style for like a general scope book on a period. Uh, the book I'm going to recommend is called the crossing of the Suez. And this is a Yom Kippur war book. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's written by the Egyptian chief of staff. So the interesting thing is I have, um, I think I have almost every book that was ever written about the Yom Kippur war from uh, Sharon, uh, from uh, like all Adan, all the different generals. Cause all the, but all the, the, the books are written mostly from the Israeli side, the Yom Kippur War. The interesting thing about Shazli is he, he was uh, educated in France, and he was he was actually a very smart guy. And he basically was he, and you know, he claims he's the one who came up with the idea to invade across the Suez and all the strategy. Um, but it really gives it a, a great perspective from the Egyptian side of the Yom Kippur war. And I don't think there's a lot of books that really can give you that. So it's kind of nice to get like a source. That's like similar to what Jason was kind of saying about like Shelby foot. Like uh, you want to get books about the same period from authors. Like you always have to look at what the author's motivations are. Right. So uh, that's why I really think the cross in the Suez is interesting because he, he's very specific on like what they want to do. Like they only wanted to come across and he was, he, according to him, he was very clear, like, we cannot leave our sand belt. Like, once we leave 
or the the belt of sams that we have along the Nile, we're going to get killed by the Israeli Air Force. So when the Egyptian commanders say, the bosses say, okay, now we're going to advance. He's like, no, that wasn't the plan. We were never supposed to move further. (laughs) And in fact, I think at one point, one of his army commanders like has a heart attack when they, he tells them that he has to advance past the sand belt. So it's a good book though. It's available on Amazon. You can get it for about 30 bucks, but if you're really into Yom Kippur war and you want to kind of, uh, and you want to kind of get a feel for the other side, he's a pretty good author though. He is a little bit self-serving, but he was well-respected on both sides. So, and the general book that I wanted to recommend is, the Art of War in the Western World by Archer Jones. So this is basically a a uh, generic over. It's it's not. I don't want to say it's generic, but it's basically uh, a good summary of the history of war from ancient warfare all the way up to. Let's see how far up it goes. Let's see. Yeah, it goes up to. Uh, after World War II. So it basically gives a good summary. I always I always enjoyed reading it. So So what was the name of that book again? It's called The Art of War in the Western World and it's written by Archer Jones. That one, that one sounds pretty good too. Mm. Yeah, it's a good read. But uh but yeah, if you're into Arab Israeli wars, definitely across the Suez is the way to go. But I have to say, I, I've never really been into the Arab Israeli wars, but I did buy the uh, Yom Kippur SES game, like whatever the last sale was. And I I'm, got re- I'm, like, I'm really only into the Yom Kippur game. war. It's a Yom, terrific game. God, the, so the, the Yom Kippur war is the only war that the Israelis fought where the Egyptians are decent enough to actually make it a good fight. Like for wargaming purposes. Oh, absolutely. Like norm like I guess the Arab Legion in earlier wars was decent because it was officered by British officers. Um but uh yeah, I mean basically until nineteen seventy three the Syrians and the the Egyptians just weren't able to uh stand up to the Israelis. So it's not really that fun the war game. But uh that's why seventy three for me is kind of where I'm I'm focused on. No, it's good. I mean I that that was probably the best ten bucks I've ever spent in my life is on the SES like uh, packet game of of the Yom Kippur War, like talk. I mean, SES is a great system for real simple. You want to teach someone how to play games, whatever. But that's actually like a really like the Egyptians start off really good, and then the Israelis come back, and it's a, it's a good balanced game where the, where they you know they launch attack across the Suez Canal, and it, that's. Yeah, that's actually very interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, because basically the Israelis weren't expecting all the SAM, all the uh, all the Sagar missiles. Like when the Egyptians had so many Sagars, so it made their infantry actually decent. And they'd actually invested some training in the Egyptian infantry, so the morale was higher. So I think that was a real surprise because the, the, the problem the Israelis faced, uh, especially along the Suez in 73, was it was much cheaper manpower-wise for them to invest in armor. You know, so they didn't have a lot of infantry. They didn't have a lot of mechanized infantry. And so 
when they were suddenly thrust up against this attack that involved a lot of infantry that had anti-tank missiles, it was difficult for them because for a small country that doesn't have a big population, it's hard to build like large infantry formations. And uh, like tanks are just so much cheaper. Like a, a tank company can have 20 guys, but an infantry company has to have like 170 guys. So... They they ran so they ran into a tactical problem where they'd gone very armor heavy, and meanwhile the Egyptians were like infantry heavy. Yeah, so. it, it it was it's just a lot more of an interesting conflict than like as a guy who normally doesn't go for that kind of stuff. It was it's it's a it's a it makes for a fun war game. That's for well, sure. well. The good news is I have uh, in one two eighty five scale I have probably hundreds of Israeli and the Egyptian tanks painted so we can get a little sand table out and yeah play some stuff there you go chinese farm mm-hmm. i'm down yeah we'll do fistful of toes fistful of toes is a good set of rules yeah absolutely i started reading those as uh, at your recommendation oh really okay good yeah it's very quick play it's good yeah that's fun that's so, good so jason do we want to do true crime or do we want to do jack's uh like we can skip true crime if you want to enjoy true crime next time and we could do Jack's review. Yeah, let's 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 do the review. Okay, let's do the review. Okay, I, okay. Well, I, I have a couple. Uh, well, I was going to do uh, Yom Kippur uh, war with the uh, by SES. Uh, it, it it's it, it, at least for someone who follows along MMP's sales every year, they seem to throw that thing at you every five That's minutes. Right. That's right. It's always for sale. Yeah, it's always for sale. I don't know if it's going to be for sale anymore because I think I bought the last one in a packet. And, and it was one I was like, okay, fine, fuck it, I'll buy it. Uh, this I was is in a, no I box, bought, right? This was the one that's in like a, they give you in the plastic wrap. Yeah, I think I bought, I think I bought the uh, BCS bulge game, which I refused to buy, but of course I ended up buying it because that's what sale. we do. Sale. Yeah, it's a sale, and it, and that was like you're lo- you're losing money by not buying it. Absolutely, you have to do it. It's a smart thing to do. Um, so I bought that and then 10, 10 more dollars they threw in the, yeah, the, the, uh, Yom Kippur war that was, so I, I played that, you know, on my dining room table, definitely worth the 10 bucks. Um, that's good. I bought, uh, Barbarian Kings by SBI just yesterday. Uh, it's, it's sort of, it's sort oh, of feel. Was that like an eBay buy? No, no, it was, uh, the, there's a store in, uh, oh, Mount, it's from a store. Oh, yeah. Nice. Mount Prospect, Illinois, uh, has a store called Games Plus. Dude, that's uh, an old game. I know. Oh, yeah. It's an old game. Um, I bought that and I also bought Dragon Hunt, which is an old Avalon Hill. Like they, they made about, a, you know, a handful of fantasy sort of war games. Oh, and I've, by the way, uh, they're actually redoing the Dragon Pass war game. <laughs> They're, they're coming out with a new version. Who's doing it? Uh, Chaosium is. Oh, okay. Well, that's probably they've good. got the guy that designed uh, Dragon Quest, the RPG. They they brought him back, and they're doing they're redoing. Uh, they're going to try to make a new Dragon Pass war game. Oh, terrific! Well, I bought this one just because it was on. It was you know used and kind of neat, and, and it's kind of like. And it, in fact, Barbarian Kings is very Dragon Pass light, where it's like you have a bunch, you have an army, and you try to recruit other. You can recruit the elves or the dwarves or something like that, and you magic. There's a whole magic element, but I just bought it and I haven't played it yet, so I, I don't have a whole lot of review on it other than it, you know, one of my nostalgia buys. But the game I really wanted to talk about 
It's a game that Mitch played and I, uh, Mitch and I played a couple times, and, and it is one of the few MMP games that, at least in the guild, does not get a lot of love, and I'm, I'm really not sure why. And that's the uh, Nap- Napoleonic battle system. Well, because it's dead. It's well, it's dead. I mean, what isn't dead? I mean, Dragon mm. Pass is dead almost. You know, all these other. Well, no, I just told you they're making a new version. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> Okay, before I, before I get into NBS soon, uh, uh, Pete and I played uh, Submarine the other night, and let me tell you, uh, c- coming back to that game is a uh, that that is also a terrific game that really holds up. I have to say that was a, it, it felt like uh, I, I had a and this a, is where you've got a couple of, like sub like destroyers versus one sub basically. Yeah, this is this is a tactical level. Yeah, subs versus escorts you know you know give me one ping basically kind of a game and it, it's it was it's it, it ended up kind of holding up it was fun it's 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 it was tense and and lots of decisions like the submarine has you have to plot your movement and then you can only launch your torpedoes if you're at a certain height and the and the escorts if you go slow you can your sonar is a lot more accurate and if you're if you go faster sure. sonar's fucked up it was fun. We had, we had, we just did just this the other night, and we liked it so much that we're going to try to do like a like a multi like a like a refereed like a subs versus escort team game. I think. We're gonna, so, yes. We're gonna, so so let let's talk about NBS. I'm going to tell you starting out the gate when I see NBS, the the graphics the the counter art does not grab me. No, right away. I I would agree. I think the counter art is fucking awful it, it's awful. similar it's similar like awful. grognard simulations you know they've done uh, like kind of a similar type game not sure but you know the guys who did a death ride kursk they did a yeah. napoleonic one and again like the counter art is like like you need to bring the uniforms like jason's always talking about the uniforms and you need to have the uniforms in the game yep. that's, that's why labatai works so well 100 correct yeah Lab- that's one thing labatai has it's like it's it's pretty Na- napoleonic era is is it's fun there's uniforms and in like your cuff collar your cuff collars meant what you know your unit you're from your and- turnbacks you have your cuffs your turnbacks your yeah, lapels it- it's it's a colorful time and, and an interesting and, and and it's the great it's the great you know rock scissors paper of warfare you know artillery infantry uh, cavalry it's great and NBS does a terrible in fact they they went kind of <laughs> I, I like their their original artwork was pretty good and then they went to like kind of like like cartoonish guys and that was okay and then the, the last iteration is sucked it's the ter- it's the worst is it like a tactical symbol or something. Yeah, they kind of went for the like the NATO symbol of. Yeah, that. I thought it's, that it's, was a the, mistake. In, in fact, uh, if you go to Guildies, if you go to the uh, Aspern Essling NBS, I actually made custom counters at one point. I hated them so much, I made my own, and now I kind of don't like them. I want to redo. I'm redoing them again, but I actually made my own counters for certain things but because like, yeah i remember when we played line of battle one of my favorite things about line of battle was the units kind of look like the guys in the formation when you look like a top-down view and then when you guys are routing the routing marker shows all the little guys fleeing off yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean it like, 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 was... like, a, like a popcorn machine where yeah. it's, just, it's just right right yeah no it's it's the, the counter art is so bad it's so bad and and the other thing that it has going against it i, I think they picked like the battles that 
anybody in America, we don't give a shit about like like Espinosa, the Battle of Espinosa. Is these, are these all Spain? Is that yeah, they're, they're all doing? fucking Spain. Okay, I, I kind of get why because the guy who redesigned it, the, the original the original game was designed in like like early nineties, and it was Austerlitz is the first one. And and it kind of uses the same kind of rule. It, it was basically the, the Civil War Brigade system. I don't know if anybody's played that, but it, Civil War Brigade system. It, it's basically that with like, like sort of reskinned for Napoleonics, and it kind of worked and it kind of didn't. And I like the Brigade system, but it was it's a bucket of dice kind of game, and it's well, any, everything that anything that the Brigade system did, line of battle, kind of cleaned up and made it prettier and sort of nicer, and. Um, and that and that was a problem. So Austerlitz, of course, that's a great game. Everybody should have an Austerlitz game. And then the next game after that was Asper Nestling, which is like, okay, I, I love the 18, I'm an eighteen oh nine guy, and I always thought like that, like the Avensburg Eckmuel campaign was really probably one of Napoleon's more interesting. It, it sort of it, his army was in decline a little bit, but he was still a brilliant general. So the Austrians and the and the French are about about the troop quality is about the same. Austrians in 1809 are about the same as the French in 1809. And so it felt like, okay, that's more of an even. And, 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 and Charles was a pretty good, you know, arguably a pretty yeah, decent commander. Yeah. yeah. So I felt like, okay, that's a cool campaign. But then the Asperness which is like the most uninteresting campaign ever, where it's like, okay, well, he's trying to cross a bridge and the Austrians are just holding him there. And it's kind of static. And Is this the one where they fight over like a granary? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's interesting, but it's like, shit, there's better ones. Eckmuel is a better battle. Abensburg is better. You know, Tagen, Teugenhausen is so, a better battle. So the scale for this, Jack, is... Like what's the the counter scale? Okay, the scale the scale is like demi brigade. So it's kind of it's it's kind of like a brigade scale. And 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 I, I will say the original rules for like uh, the NBS was the scale is kind of fucked up. Kind of like um oh shit, what's the game with the what's the game with the eighteen seventy game that just came out? Um, which I like, but the scale is kind of goofy. At any cost, Mets. Yes, yes. It's a fun game and a fun system, but the scale is kind of fucked up a little bit, I will say. And and so what 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 NBS 3.0 sort of fixes that scale a little bit. And and so what what you don't have are are prolonged there's no fire phase basically. So okay, anybody who's familiar with any of the NBS or uh gamers like Civil War uh system is is a is a order system, which is which is the crux of the uh, crux of the game, I will say, where you have to write down orders and then you're sort of restricted to follow what the orders say and you're not allowed to really change what you do unless you change your orders. I mean, right. you're familiar with that, right? Right. And so that's 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 what makes the game interesting, is the the, the in, in what what the NBS 3.0 does is sort of takes the Sort of, it sort of got rid of all the old Civil War trappings and made it very kind of Napoleonic. So your scale is there's there's no fire phase. So when you when your guys move up against another guys, uh, it's all close combat, which means and close combat means okay, you're you're, you're closing within fifty yards and you're having a quick fire fight, and one guy's going to go and one guy either you're either going to push the, your uh, opponent away or you're um, or you're going to retreat. So the only fire phase you has you have is with artillery. 
So it's very, the, the system is very quick and bloody. There's no like, you're not going to sit there and exchange fire for a couple of times. Okay. So basically only artillery do range fire. Everybody else is like close up. Yes. And, nice. And, so, so, so what happens is you'll, you'll advance onto So it's all close combat. So you'll advance onto your opponent and, in, and it's a close combat role. And then, so you basically check to stand. So either you, so you, you, you see if your guys will advance to engage the enemy. And if they do, now we see if the enemy is going to stand. If they can if they, handle these guys basically coming up so close. Yes, exactly. And so, and if they can, then there may be a firefight phase. And, but if there's a firefight, essentially the attacker is going to retreat. So all combat is very like it go either somebody's going to go. Somebody's going to move. There's no like sitting there and exchanging fire for turn after turn after turn because it was, you know, according to the 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 game designer, that's you know it's very ahistoric. Like the longest standing firefight would be thirty minutes, you know, and in the, in the scope of the game turn and the scale, that that's that's just not going to. So when you gonna, say generally the attacker is going to retreat, I mean like they're going to move back a hex. Well, that's only if they, if they get into a fire. So there's two options. Either you, you, you close combat, either push the defender away, or, you're, or you don't engage at all. But if, if the defender stands, then you have a firefight, and you basically take casualties, but then the, the, the attacker would retreat. So, so there's not a lot of... Um, I guess basically what I'm saying is, is when you do a combat, somebody's going to move. Is, is, is nobody's going to okay. sit there and engage, so that so it's 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 a lot cleaner. I know the wine is kicking in, and so maybe I'm not as clear. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm saying that the, the the combat is is quick and clean. You're among friends, Jeff. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're thank fine. God. Thank goodness. I, but I, I, at first, I was kind of like, well, this is kind of shitty. I don't know if I like the whole. You know, you don't. There's no gunfight and stuff but but it really makes sense it's like okay you, you gotta you got a brigade of guys attacking you're either gonna make the guys retreat or you're gonna retreat yourself and that's it and 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 the magic of the game is your orders it all comes right down so to, this is where the leaders come in yeah this is where the leaders come in and right exactly and, and, and anybody familiar with any of the gamers systems that require you to write orders this is kind of it's it sort of falls into that same thing where it's like okay you you understand why? Okay, this is this is why like things get fucked up because you write order. Okay, you may write an order for a guy to go take this town, but by the time you, your guys take that town, the battlefield situation may have changed drastically. And so, it, so in a typical battle, like what are we talking? Like uh, core commanders are writing orders for division commanders, or is the army commander writing orders for like everyone? Or what's going on? Well, I think it depends on the scale. So the, the game that Mitch and I were playing, and by the way, Mitch, we, we're, we're bringing that back. Uh, Mitch and I were playing Talavera, which is uh, which is actually a, a relatively small. So um, you're probably like division or brigade commanders yeah, doing it's, things, it's, and especially the British had like kind of weird system. The way that yeah, their divisions are very strange. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, you're writing. It's usually core commanders for division commanders, and, and divisions, and usually had about three or four units within their division. So yeah, it's it's. But I have to say, it after after coming back to it after like you know ten fifteen years of like owning this game and thinking like ah this system sucks whatever. I'm like oh no, I I actually kind of dig it. I uh, I. It, 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 I think it deserves more attention than it's getting. 
And I think the fact that MMP sort of picked this battles that nobody wanted, nobody gave a shit about, or um, I don't know. I, I, I think I think there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff here that, that could be. If I mean, if you like TCS and you like this line of battle system and you like all those syst- like all those systems that require orders, you should give this one a try for sure. And you can probably get Talavera on eBay for twenty five thirty dollars if you wanted to. Or even Esmerneslang, you can find some good stuff on. And Marengo, like the Marengo is another one they did. Marengo would probably be a good one, I think. Because Marengo Mar- seems like that would be a fun battle. Oh, Marengo is an awesome battle. Absolutely, yeah. Like just tactically, because it's, it's kind of fluid, smaller scale. Like Esmerneslang, I agree. I don't see why that would be a lot of fun. Like it's kind of like a choke point, yeah. river crossing type. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a, it's interesting in that it was Napoleon like it wasn't a, it wasn't a victory for, for Napoleon, so maybe that's why they put it on there. Well, but it wasn't a victory because he just wouldn't give up on a terrible choice to cross there. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. Right, yeah. like he just wouldn't stop trying to cross. It was a st- strategic mistake, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I would think mm-hmm. that like. Uh, um, and they had an or, island. Didn't they have to build stuff up on the island? There yeah, was all yeah, sorts they had of engineers bullshit. Build that, pontoons across yeah. Lobau Island. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it just was like okay, this is like it, it just feels like a lot of like squishing a lot of guys into a small space. I mean, early, early Napoleon's the best Napoleon. Like so, Marengo, very cool. Yeah. Marengo, yeah. Well, anyway, you could probably get Marengo for nothing on uh, on eBay. See, if you take Mer- the Marengo NBS and use the three rules, the modern rules. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the mo- I, I like it, like I said, I came back. I, I know that I actually at at it's at early on in my uh, wargaming world, I was sort of part of that guy uh, that world, and and it's a guy named Anders Fager who is a you know Swedish dude who uh, rewrote the rules. Uh, Swede probably knows him. I'm sure. It, now, as it turns out, now he's like a like a horror writer. So, but yeah, it's it's they're but the rules are very well written, very well written, and um, they're actually they make sense. And especially if you kind of think it through and think like, okay, well, yeah, he's right. The scale is kind of fucked up here, and yeah, this this makes sense too. And I mean, there it, there is room for like a brigade scale game. For Napoleonics, because like that's much larger than what uh, La Bataille tries to do, right? So, I mean, but it's it's confusing about what La Bataille's actually scale is because it makes you the army commander and you command every single tactical unit all the way down to companies. So, yeah, exactly. Well, this one this one is definitely more. You're an army commander and you you, you tell your your minions what to do, and it, and it's definitely like a like a larger scale that way. But I, I have to say, I, I think everybody should give it a – you can download load the rules for free and read it. And, and, like, and can you skirmish? Are there skirmishers? There are definitely – yes, there are skirmishers. In fact, skirmishers are – they skirmishers can offer fire. Like they actually can – you know, they don't do a ton of damage, but they definitely will halt uh, – uh, they definitely cause problems. Like They're advancing you disrupt them or whatever. Yeah, I mean it's – for rules that you can download for free, they're definitely worth looking into. And if you're interested at all in the Napoleonic era, this is like this is a good system. But the, you know, the only the downside is they picked stupid battles. In fact, uh, if you uh, there's a small, I, I somebody at some point made a, the Battle of Teugenhausen, which is like like a preliminary 1809 battle with Austrians versus uh, French. 
and he posted it somewhere and then I took it and I kind of I made a new map and I made new counters for it. You can find it on the Asper Nestling site, uh, BGG. I, I, I don't know who it is. I, I wanted to give credit whoever came up with the original notes for it, but I, I, if you want to like play around with it, it's, it's, it's for free on BGG. It's, it's, uh, it, you know, I did that a long time ago. But wow, I, this I think is your this past is, life, your past gaming life. This is my test. But I, I, I do, I will, I do like the system, and I do think it's, there's some merit and some value to this system. And I, 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 would, I and if nobody's going to do anything with it, I'm going to, I, at some point, I'm going to make new battles for it because I, I think it's, I think it's worth something. And I, think, I think Mitch agrees. If anybody knows, you know, ask Mitch. He's, he's he's serious. Business. Mitch is busy. He's got Vietnam stuff going on. I know he does, but he played that game with me, and I think I think he liked it enough to you know. I think there's something to it. But that's that's my review. Good job. Uh, so Napoleonic uh, battle one through ten. I, I I give it a seven and a half to eight. So I for an I, entry, I, if so basically, so if someone wanted to try it, which one of the series would you grab? Marengo. Marengo. Okay. Yeah, I think Marengo. The scale. This, the scale's right. Yeah, well, plus it's an interesting battle. Uh, you know, the Australis one is Napoleon, good. and it's Napoleon is prime. And and actually, Talavera is not bad too because uh, Talavera, you get Talavera and Vimiero, which is two games in one, and you get the whole new rules, and you can probably get it for yeah, but it's Spain. Yeah, Lame. but you can get it for nothing on on eBay probably. So so beers. Um. Yeah. Okay, for our guild, I would say four or five. For normal people, maybe two. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a good system. It's but I mean, for for people who've played games like this before, I think it's it's I think the rules are pretty good. I think they're I think they're well. It 3.0 is a good good rule set and definitely worth downloading for free and reading just to kind of get the sense of, you know, what it's all about. Yeah, good. So Jason, how you doing? Is Jason still with us? I don't know. Did we, did we, he, he, he might be passed did, you, by did Jason go sleepy time? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I'm not going to do, I won't do true crime without Jason because I think he enjoys it uh, too much. So let's see if we get anything else. What have you been playing? Dude, I've not been playing anything. I've been moving this whole time. I have I've been unboxing games, trying to drill in bookcases. I got here's the problem I have is we don't have IKEA out here. So I have all these IKEA bookcases. So when I come down for Swolcon, I have to try to go to the IKEA and try to like grab a bunch of bookcases. Oh yeah. You may have to go to Springfield for that. No, Springfield doesn't have an IKEA. Really? Nope. Uh, oh, it's either, about- either Kansas City or St. Louis. Oh man! Oh boy! Yeah. So I believe me. If I could choose, I would go to Springfield, but I that they don't have one. So I just oh, have boy. to kind of finish off. I need a little bit more bookcase space. So I have to say, I've been I've been listening. I've been going for walks every day because uh, you know I, I'm so very close to the house I'm buying. I take a walk every about every other day from my where I'm at now to my new house. Right, and it's, it's about you know twenty minutes away of a walk, and I, I've been listening to the Greyhawk stuff, and it just makes me very jealous that I didn't <laughs> sign on to that when I had the chance. 
Were you, were you the original offer for the group? I, I'm, I was, I'm sure I, I, I'm sure I could have talked Pete into it at, at the, at the earliest point, but I think uh-huh. I was, just wasn't in that space that, at that moment. But boy, I'm like, right. God damn it. That is exactly what I, yeah. I already have a bard character that would have fit perfectly. Well, there is, there's another group though. So we've got, I'm in two groups. I'm in the Greyhawk group. And then I'm also in the miscellaneous adventurers group, which is, uh, I think they, they have openings probably because we did, it's work. Rocket Man had run us through uh, a dungeon, and now we're getting ready to do Castle Amber. Ooh, I love Castle Amber. So hit up Backdoor. Backdoor is going to be GM in it. Okay, listen, Matt. Listen, I want in. I got a bard character. Just tell me what I got to do. It's going to be a bard that's so good. We don't have a bard. I Well, I've never played a bard character before. And uh, I've been doing a lot of I've been doing a lot of DMing. Uh, I've been like like my my DM my yeah. You're ready new, to play. You're ready I'm to ready play. To, I'm, and I think I think I already got enough I little dumb songs in my head that I could be a good bard. So. I think the miscellaneous adventures have some room for bard. I, I play a sexy time warlock. Oh, I like the sexy time warlock. Well, oh, I yeah. with the golden. I, I have a He's bard golden oil makes blocks. Up, makes up fun. Makes up songs to, about everything and everybody. So. Yeah, uh, hit a, hit a back door though. Back door is going to be the so it was Carl. He did the one adventure. We basically clear, yeah, we cleared out oh, that dungeon, okay. and then uh, I think we're at like fourth or fifth level at this point. And so just hit a back door. Send an email back door if you're listening. Put me in, you motherfucker. But he's he's I think he's been waiting kind of because he's got a lot of gaming commitments. He's he, he is a uh, he he's got he's 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 he dives in. Yeah, he's got, Backdoor he's dives in on, on stuff. Backdoor will be like, hold on, there's a thing called Warhammer 40k. I'm gonna buy like five hundred dollars for that. So like he just <laughs> he's like he just completely plunges in. You're like, whoa, whoa, don't no no no. We were just uh, talking about it. Oh, he's good in. for him. We're like, oh my god, he just jumped in. I get it. I, I get it. I totally get it. But uh, yeah, I'm I uh, that and I've been doing. Uh, oh, the I did um, a Rex's uh, Conan the Barbarian. Uh, oh. You played in that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Was fun. That good? I, yeah, I, I, I didn't do very well. I think I got uh, a couple of broken ribs from my pirate. and uh, But, you know. Well, I didn't feel great about my uh, exit from uh, Hollywood's Aliens campaign, but I got it. Well, listen, is anybody supposed to feel good about the Hollywood's? Yeah, I'm not was, a big I was I'm sort not... of like everybody loses except Pete wins, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I don't want but, to. But the problem is, like, this is the problem. Of course, the robot's going to win, right? Because the robot has like super strength. So if if someone's part of the crew, and then they're like, "Oh, now I have super robot strength," you're like, "Well, yeah, you're going to kill all of us because <laughs> he has a crowbar and this other guy has a stick." <laughs> we're trying to like we're not going to beat an android. I don't know, but I have to say that this Hollywood is such oh, no, a it was great, fantastic. Job. It was so good, and, and it was it was such a like a moral dilemma. Like, oh shit, I got to how how do I? I have to blow up the other ship. How do I do that? And and it's hard for me to be a bad guy. But yeah, my only decision was whether I should have stayed back down at the power plant and just rigged it to blow. You should have done that. And then I, I was black- ready to sacrifice you and the other guy in a moment's notice. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I, I tried like to stay, all, but I, I tried to stay true to my goals, which were actually different. Actually, the only thing that kept me from abandoning you is you saying that you had you were going to just blow the ship up unless you took it, took you with. 
because mm-hmm. we're going to, yeah, it worked. It's, it's smart. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Well, I'm dead. So my character died. Yeah, also well, my yeah, I got I got my head pressed yeah, you, in by you, a robot. No, you got what you deserved. Oh, definitely dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh so Jason, you in there? You sleepy times? He's, yeah, he's yeah, Jason's sleepy uh, times. Uh, he's cute. So, it's cute. Uh, he's a good he is a good roommate. He did, he did well. And we are recording. Oh, yeah. He's still recording. Oh, so yeah. I think we're pretty good. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so uh, this has been the Advanced After Combat podcast. Uh, thanks, Jack, for coming in and, and guest hosting. Oh, well, thanks for having me. Uh, I can't wait for uh, next time. And uh, we'll do true crimes next time because I never want to do it without Jason. So You can't. You can't do it without Let's anything. all sleep tight tonight. All, all right, right, boys. Thank you very much. Talk to you later. All right. Have a great time gaming. Bye. 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 Visit us at http colon slash slash boardgamegeek.com slash guild slash one six six zero or contact us at advance after combat at gmail.com.